0: Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday,
2: it's April 12th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. A child was found dead in a Montgomery County home on Tuesday morning. And investigators say the mom's SUV was discovered partially submerged at the Jersey Shore. The Montgomery County District Attorney's Office said police were called to the home in the 500 block of Privet Road in Horsham at about 7 a.m. That's where investigators say the boy's father said he found his 11-year-old son dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is awful. Police arrived to find the child in the master bedroom where the father said the boy spent the night with his mother. According to the DA's office, the father told police he awoke to find the master bedroom door locked and his wife's black Toyota Highlander SUV was missing from the garage. While police were investigating, the DA said officers were notified that the SUV was found partially submerged in the ocean just off of Beach Avenue in Cape May, New Jersey. The mother was found by police in Wildwood Crest. A short time later, the DA's office said she is being questioned by detectives. The cause of the child's death is pending an autopsy by the coroner's office, and at this time no charges have been filed. Authorities identified the woman who was shot and killed while she waited at a Dunkin' drive through Tuesday morning with her 11-year-old son in the vehicle. The Montgomery County District Attorney's Office said 35-year-old Rachel King of Elkins Park was shot multiple times while behind the wheel of her SUV. It happened at 7.40 in the morning uh, in Cheltenham Township. According to investigators, King was driving westbound on Cheltenham Avenue when she turned into the Melrose Shopping Center, then pulled into a line of traffic in the Duncan Drive-Thru Lane. The DA's office said a light-colored sedan, possibly a Ford or Mercury, was seen driving directly behind King. According to investigators, the driver of that car parked a short distance away from the drive-through walked up to the driver's side of King's vehicle and fired multiple shots through the window. The man then got back into his car and fled eastbound on Sheltonham Avenue.
4: They've got, got they have to have security cameras oh. in this, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there yeah. are cameras all around the drive-throughs.
3: King's 11-year-old son was in the back seat of the vehicle. He was not injured. District Attorney Kevin Steele said it appears to be a targeted murder. He said that the suspect did not try to open the door or communicate with King before firing. King was a teacher at Grover Cleveland Elementary School in the Mastery Charter School system in Tioga-Nicetown. Uh, we are devastated by the loss of an extraordinary teacher who spent the last 10 years working with our students. And their families, the school uh, system said in a statement. Cleveland Elementary will have a two hour delay today. Social workers and counselors will be available for those in need of support. King's boyfriend said that she was taking her son to violin practice when he was shot. Uh, when she was shot, she, uh, he said that he has no idea who would want to do this to her. King's boyfriend went on to say that she was a loving mother who was working towards a master's degree and getting her principal's certificate. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Cheltenham Township Police De- Department or Montgomery County Detectives. Crews are battling a massive 2,500-acre forest fire in Manchester Township, Ocean County. Officials said Wednesday morning that the fire reached 2,500 acres in size and is 10% contained. The mandatory evacuation order was issued for residents on Division Street in Lakehurst on Tuesday night, but by 5 a.m. Wednesday, residents were able to return to their homes. The New Jersey Forest Fire Service and Joint Base McGuire-Dix Lakehurst Fire Department are both working to gain control of the fire that is burning on federal, state, and private property along Route 53. 5- 39 and Horicon Avenue.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Steve, you said you got some kind of alert last exactly. night. Exactly. Yeah, like, I think that they rephrase it as a, as a fire. Oh,
5: I you, got
3: that too. Fire I didn't storm. know what that
4: yeah. was. Uh, I, I'd never seen it. I Does mentioned it mean, in the person this morning. I guess conditions. the weather conditions are conducive to fire. Yeah, I, you hear
2: more about that yeah. out west usually that they'll, uh, you know, say that this is a whatever, you know, right. level event
4: but or. I've never gotten an alert yeah. like that.
2: Yeah,
3: oh. And mine was, um, I asked, because the you know, the light on Alexa was yeah, lit yeah, up, yeah. so I yeah. asked her what. What, you know what Your my notification, notifications were yeah. and it was a notification and i was like wait what did that say and then i got a second one later in the evening Yeah, likewise cool. uh, route 539 is closed between route 70 and long swamp road horican avenue is closed at route 70 75 structures are being threatened at this time according to officials backfire operations are ongoing no injuries have been reported and the cause of the fire is still under investigation you
0: should get some rain to help out with that in the next couple days right yes okay saturday All Yeah. Right.
3: All right, in sports this morning.
6: Ah! <laughs> Ball sacks
3: The Phillies lost to the Miami Marlins right. 8-4 last night at what the, the ballpark. F- is this? Louisa Rise became the first Marlins player to hit for the cycle, going four for five with a single, double, triple, and home run, two runs scored, and two RBI in the win. Before last night, the Marlins were the only active Major League team to not have a cycle in their history. Despite the loss on the very first Dollar Dog Night of the season, the attendance was over 43,000, and an in-stadium counter, over 61,000 hot dogs were sold. (laughs) Wow. The series wraps up this afternoon. Zach Wheeler will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 4.05. In the last game at home this season the Flyers beat the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah! 4-3 in overtime. Chief <laughs> 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 really excited about that. <laughs> Owen Tippett scored his second goal of the game with 15.5 seconds left in overtime, and the Flyers ended a seven-game losing streak with the win. James Van Reensdijk scored his 300th goal of his career. Joel Farabee added a goal, and Carter Hart made 28 saves. The Flyers play their final game tomorrow night in Chicago against the Blackhawks at 8.30. And in the NBA play in-round, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Miami Heat 116-105. In the Western Conference, the Lakers beat the Timberwolves 108-102. to 102 and tonight the Chicago Bulls will play the Toronto Raptors and the Oklahoma City Thunder will take on the Pelicans. The Sixers don't play until Saturday when they'll host the Nets in Game 1 in the first round of their playoff series. Tip-off is scheduled for 1 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this
2: morning. All right, thank you so much, Kathy. Wednesday morning, midweek, and that means we have a secret text word, so we have your chance to win today. A pair of tickets is MMR Rock's Fozzie, the Save the World Tour this Sunday. It's at uh, Brooklyn Bowl. We had uh, Chris Jericho on uh, just the other day. Great conversation with him. So we have a chance to win. That's easy. Just text word secret 39333. We'll send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with that word designated caller wins. And we'll grab a random texter on top of that, too. So why not go for it? And while we're talking about winning... What the hell? Let's give away a 1000 bucks and tickets to the MM MMRBQ with MMR's Concert Cash. The keywords are coming up at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., and then we do it at noon and 3 and 5. It's real, real easy, so we hope that you'll participate, and we will give you ample reminders and have you prepped for that chance to win the money and the tickets. Uh, We also have a couple of uh, guests joining us on the program. So, John Grise, the actor... Uh, who was in Napoleon Dynamite as Uncle Rico and everything? Yeah, he's done a ton of stuff uh, in uh, Real Genius. He was Lazlo. Laszlo. and most recently uh, White Lotus, both yeah. seasons. Both seasons. Uh, he is going to be joining us this Monday because this Sunday. Uh, there's a screening at, of Napoleon Dynamite at the Keswick Theater. Is he going to be there? Yeah. Is that why he's yeah, in touch he's, with us? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Do you yeah. realize
4: we're coming up on the 20th anniversary
2: of Napoleon oh Dynamite? Oh, my God. 20 years? Man. It was released
4: I, in 2004.
2: My youngest has never seen it. And I was telling Caroline, I'm uh-huh. like, that is on the list. We've got to watch it. And I'll be interested to see what the uh, the reaction is because I've said it many times. First time I saw it. I don't get it. I agree. This uh, is just, same thing. I do yeah. not get this. Now this I love it. Not entertaining at all. And at some point, it became yeah. laugh out loud hilarious. So it's just one of those great movies. Yeah. like that. Uh, and he's awesome. So we'll talk to John later on this morning, around 9 o'clock. Now also, right after that, we're going to talk to a gentleman named Adam Hutter. Uh, who is it with the Oddities Expo, which is coming to town? Yeah, I love this stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. all uh-huh. kinds of weird things, uh, items, things that have bizarre intentions uh, are all a part of the whole oddities collection. That's a foundational aspect of our show. And he's supposed to bring some stuff with him. Oh, so I believe,
7: right? Yeah, yeah. It was the idea is that the, we're going to have a little bit of a show and tell, and who the freak knows what he's going. to... He's got like the largest collection of like animal oddities mm. in the world. Uh, I'm down, down with that?
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, so, we will uh, chat with him at the 9 o'clock hour, too. So, we got some stuff to get into this morning. And we go live on Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday morning thing that we do. So. Let's break. Come back in a second. I have a, re- I think a very difficult and listener-generated stupid question oh, all right. to ask you. Uh, it has to do with the Rocky universe. Ah. so we'll see how I can't well. Wait. Yeah, no, hang in there. You may be able to call. I'm so
4: excited It's like this is deep.
2: Call in and win. So we'll be back in a second with some entertainment stories too. Stay with us.
8: Is your phone an apple? You know, full of useless apps taking up space. Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go. Get important alerts and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples.
9: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. Prestonandsteve.com.
0: you've been making better decisions for your busy family for years and now little by little you're making decisions for yourself like snacking a little better going a little further sleeping a little deeper acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new sincerely health platform featuring nutrition plans prescription reminders and more sign up in the acme mobile app to earn up to 25 dollars in grocery rewards visit acmemarkets.com
9: health for more details
2: now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, the stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a family forward pack of tickets for Adventure Aquarium. And the question, as I said, it was a uh, listener-generated yes, question. Yeah. So, I would like to thank Kurt Anderson, Ph.D., professor of physiology Whoa. Yeah. in the Department of... Biological sciences at Ohio State University. I no, not Ohio, Idaho, Idaho State University. Yeah, he e- emails from time to time. Okay, here's the question: uh, When Adrian had her stroke, right? What was her hospital room number? It is shown several times in the film. When Adrian has her stroke, yes, right. This is in Rocky II. and that is correct. What was her hospital room huh, number?
10: That's a good one.
2: Two one five two six three WMMR. Call if you know the answer. All right. When Adrian had her stroke, what was her hospital room number? It's shown several times. It's with melon. All right. We'll go through some birthdays today while we await your answer. Today is Wednesday, the 12th day of April. And John K., lead singer of Steppenwolf, Ooh. celebrates his birthday today. 79 years old. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that John Kay had uh, glaucoma pretty bad. Really? And was pretty much blind. I didn't know that. Uh, several years ago. Yeah, it, it, and now that's, I don't know what the story is now, if uh, he was able to... Reverse know, it? I, fix I, it? I'm not sure. You know what, I've never really looked into glaucoma and how permanent
4: that is, but...
2: He, yeah, there, there are things they can do, but sometimes you're too far gone. But I'd never heard
4: that at all about him. Yeah, I know my Not mom. that I'm always tied into Steppenwolf.
7: And yeah, my mom had surgery for glaucoma or a procedure of some sort. Was it reversed? I have no clue. <laughs> okay. But I just know that there right. is treatment for it. Does but she correspond
4: with any band members from Steppenwolf? Um,
0: yeah, there's a guy named John Kay. You who's been a really yeah. a source
2: of comfort for her. Yeah. All right, Nick's looking up information. He can't find anything about it.
0: Well, that's not true. There is a Dr. John Kay, not related, who's an <laughs> op- ophthalmologist in Effingham, Illinois. Oh.
2: Okay, so that would probably there be the sense go. of confusion. That's right. Probably, yeah. Uh, I had heard that. He also meddled in
0: taekwondo. I
2: heard he was uh, mostly blind, but I may be way (laughs) off on that. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, John K., you're in our thoughts this morning. (laughs) But he's gay. (laughs) 79 years old today. Oh, my God. All right, we also have David Letterman uh, sharing a birthday. I hear he's completely blind. (laughs) He
0: he may be, for all I know. I do think he's in a better place in his life at this point. He kind of gotten... Cranky at the end of his career on on Late Night. Very much so. It was actually... I stopped watching. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I didn't want to see a man not enjoying what he was doing. And I think he's really enjoying what he's doing now. I love the Netflix show and the stuff with the U two. The uh, that came out to Disney see, Plus. Did, I know you saw I it. Did, did you see yeah. it? Yeah, I, I want to. No, I, I want to see it's really it. Yeah. it. It's really good. It's all three of them. It's it's mostly Bono, the Edge, and and Letterman. But they're just um, they're just chatting and then doing some really cool, cool music on top of it. So okay. it's it's a nice look into the band and into Dave. Happy 76th to Dave Letterman. Uh, It is also Ed
2: O'Neill's birthday today. The great Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Married with children, obviously. And then, what a huge resurgence uh, with uh, Modern Family. Oh, my God. And it it, it ran for like 12 seasons, I think. Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, uh, Two
4: series. Couldn't be characters more completely different. <laughs> yes, there were some elements that crossed over, but I was not a massive Married with Children fan. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I'm a massive Modern Family fan.
2: Yeah, agreed. I, I kind of I watched Married with Children from time to time. There were some really funny, you know, over the top things, but I didn't, you know, live and die for it. So.
4: You know what he's really good in, and it's a movie that's kind of a, a lesser John Hughes effort. Is uh, Dutch.
2: Yes. Yeah, he's uh, good. Yep, I, I remember that. Yep, so he turns uh, 77 today. Shannon Doherty, who was on Beverly Hills 90210 and also had a turn on Charmed as well. She is 52 years old. Breast uh, uh,
3: cancer, right? Yeah.
4: Well, she is still dealing with it, but apparently, I read an interview with her recently. She's doing she, well. She's still obviously in the throes of it, but managing
2: it. Very good. All right, we also have uh, the great Andy Garcia. Turning a year older, oh, <laughs> I yeah. can't do it with. Andy. There you go. Uh, Andy. So Andy Garcia, um, we got to know in The Untouchables, what a great role in that film. Uh, the Ocean's movies, uh, very good. He's awesome with Terry Benedict. Yeah. Is that his
0: name? Yeah. yeah. He's learning Japanese. Uh, and
2: the Liver, Internal Affairs is a pretty wild movie. It's a really good you know, movie with Richard Gere. Yeah. So he's sixty-seven today. Uh, the very lovely Claire Danes. Oh, she's a lovely. <laughs> she is a lovely. No, young she lady. was
4: uh, my so-called life with Jared Leto.
2: I had, and that's when you had a big crush on her? Did uh, you press it back <laughs> when that show came out? I'm like, that girl is beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. in love with her. How old were you when you had a crush? on her? Uh, I was in my twenties. Okay, so that was that's a, that's a suitable. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't she, like a crazy molestation pervy. thing. No, I think she was like 17 she, or something. She like was that. the quintessential
4: um, dream girl for that. Time, you yeah. know, she had that sort of
2: um, quite, not I would say goth, but she had that sort of alt look yeah, to her. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's going to do some great things. A con- homeland eventually, Casey. I'm going to get to it. I know you say what a great show that is. It
7: really is a great show. I would say there's only one season that's you know. Listen, man. It, it, I think it's so good but like so when one season doesn't hold up it's like oh, which yeah, season was,
3: was, was it because I think that's when I bailed it was the one
7: where like her like the main guy uh, like her counterpart uh-huh. uh, he got like a little bit effed up do you know what I mean uh they moved to California.
3: Remember, they were in, like, I don't know, another oh, country. Where well, was, they
7: were in, like, Iran or, no, or, no. Uh, or maybe somewhere in the Middle East. But <laughs> it's really good. Now, I will say this, Kathy, and I don't know if you noticed this about Claire. She's got great hair.
3: Like, she oh, really? really
4: got great
3: hair. Oh, I did not notice that. I'm yeah. going to look now. Wow, there we go.
4: <laughs> yeah. She does. And, she and so her hair. hair wasn't that good in the second season. Mm, no, no that was a total time.
7: Tumble. That was the whole so. problem. But her and Mandy Patankin just are so great
2: together. Right. She is uh, 44 years old today. Uh, the amazingly talented Herbie, Han- Herbie Hancock. Absolute legend. Most people know him for this "Rocket," which was uh, a groundbreaking song and video, by the way. But uh, he is—I do my uh, goat yoga to this. Person. Very good. Uh, he is deeply rooted in the world of uh, jazz music. He and you know he is was uh, uh, was with um, uh, Miles Davis for yes. a long time, and uh, Quincy Jones, and all the great greats. Legend. Yeah. Uh, so he turns. Uh, 83 years old. Wow. It's Kirby okay. Hancock. Dang. Dang. <laughs> uh, Marley Shelton, who was in... in. you remember the movie Pleasantville? Yes. The really pretty cheerleader girl? That was her. She was also in The Sandlot. She's Mandy Peppercorn? No, yep. she played Wendy. Wendy?
7: Who the freak is I Wendy? I don't Hang know. On.
2: And that's why I had to look it up this morning. So uh, she was not uh, oh, she had her share of uh, of roles. Yeah. Yeah, but she was not Mandy uh, no. Peppercorn. No. Uh, I, I don't remember there ever being another girl in that. You are so movie. blinded by Mandy uh, Peppercorn. Who the freak?
7: I- All right, Marissa's telling me that I should know who Wendy is. All right. Okay. Well, hang on, Marissa. Go ahead.
8: I think her name is Wendy, and in your mind, it's Mandy. Oh, it's Wendy peppercorn. Yes. Oh, is that, that it man-
7: then? ah uh-huh. Well, there yes, you go. Yes, you're right.
2: Pepper <laughs>
11: Pepper.
8: Marissa just diagnosed the
2: whole thing. Peppercorn. Pepper. You screwed it up.
11: She's a lifeguard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, that's her. Because when I looked it up, and I, you know the movie way better than I do, I yeah. was looking for the name Mandy. Yeah, and it said Wendy. Wendy. So from- well, she came and she gave without taking. <laughs> uh, so she turns forty nine years old today. Uh, Saoirse Ronan has oh. her birthday as well. I love her. Uh, Brooklyn, The Lovely Bones, Hannah, The Way Back, a bunch of great things. She's got a great uh, ex. Ed Preston lover. She's a lovely young lady. Lady Bird. <laughs> she is uh, twenty nine today. And then the final birthday is Brooklyn Decker. Oh
0: well, uh, yes, yeah, hottie model slash actress. She was in a uh, one of the Sandler movies uh, where they're trying to uh, with Jennifer Aniston, yeah, right? One of the ones that takes place in Hawaii, right? So, <laughs> yeah, Sandler yeah. surrounds himself by gorgeous women.
4: Did you see the tribute to Adam Sandler the the Mark Trainer Awards? Steve, yeah. Steve Buscemi gets up, press, and he goes, "Hey,
0: how about taking
4: me to one of your Hawaii movies?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, she is 36 today <laughs> all right we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning uh, when Adrian had her stroke in Rocky two what was her hospital room number two one five two six three WMMR is number and I will go to Brandon see if we can get the answer Hi Brandon morning morning guys how you doing Good buddy all right so what room did they put Adrian in when she had her stroke
12: I believe it was room six six nine he's oh. right oh. yeah
2: oh, wow. so, right. What? Because six plus six is nine. Oh, six plus six is nine. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Uh, So you got it right. Hang on the line. We are going to set you up with a family four-pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium. Discover 65 tons of beach fun. And check out the supersized sand sculptures that have taken over Adventure Aquarium, but it's only for a limited time. You get tickets and information at AdventureAquarium.com. And thanks again to Kurt Anderson, who sent that over. He said, uh, never miss a show. It's my break from teaching (sighs) clinical medicine to 210-ish students.
4: Oh, my gosh. Are you not stunned that someone uh, with that vast uh, mental capability is tuning into this mess? That I There
2: we go. All right, so on Tuesday night, Jeremy Renner walked his first red carpet since his near-fatal snowplow incident. It's unbelievable. The Avengers actor was on hand at the premiere of Renovations, the new Disney Plus reality series about renovating used vehicles for underserved communities around the world. Uh, Using a cane, Renner arrived on the carpet around 6 p.m., appearing alongside his family for photographs after walking for a bit. He then took a motorized scooter to assist him through the press interviews. Said that he was determined to keep the renovations premiere on track, even as he was recovering from his injuries. He said, I was really adamant about them not pushing this thing while there was momentum with the brass at Disney, with us, with the timing of it all in our lives, and it just felt right. He said, I look a little beat up right now, but I promise you this show is is what's propelling me to get better. It looks really good. It makes me want to get better every day. I set out a goal to be walking this carpet, and here I am enjoying it. Otherwise... Uh, it would have gone to an abyss with no dates and lost traction and excitement, and I would have been very, very, very frustrated. And I'm excited right now because we are here
4: to be. Uh, to put it to perspective, how how
2: miraculous this is.
4: Watch the computer's uh, simulation of what actually happened to him in the accident.
2: Uh, by the way, we played clips yesterday of him on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, right. and there was a uh, there was a, a segment that. Uh, he had talked about, he said, Paul Rudd had sent him a fake cameo right. after the accident to wish him well. He said he made a fake one. I didn't even ask him to. He made a fake one like I'd paid him money for it for a cameo. <laughs> and in the clip, uh, shared by Kimmel, Rudd says, Hi, Jerry, I hear you're a little banged up. Got in a fight with a snowblower, apparently. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to send the video. Uh, it's really from the heart. I hope you're feeling better. It Sounds like you are. Apparently, you're a pretty tough guy. Maybe I'll get to meet you one day. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I love the relationship that all these Avengers guys and, and, and gals all have together. It's wonderful. We had a great interview
4: years ago at Paul Run. It's like, man, if we could get that dude. Jeremy Renner. They all seem like regular
2: guys, yeah. you know, that you could hang out with. Easy to talk to. Well, I was happy to see this. Happy for her. Millie Bobby Brown has announced that she is engaged to Jake Bongiovi. Her boyfriend of two and a half years. That's John Bon Jovi. Wow. Yes. Yep. Uh, posting a picture of herself with Bon Jovi. The 19 year old Stranger Things star said, I loved you three summers now, honey. I want them
0: all. I believe it's pronounced Bovine Joni. Oh, it's Bovine Joni? Yes.
2: Um, uh, that's So that so she's 20. How old is he? She's is 19. Oh, she's 19. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's 20. Uh-huh. Uh, an engagement ring could be seen on her finger, and Brown added a white love heart emoji to the end of her post. Uh, bon Jovi is an actor uh, as well, and like I said, son of John Bon Jovi. He's 20 years old. Uh, Brown's statement referenced lyrics from Taylor Swift's track, Lover, Taken from her 7th studio album of the same name. The announcement follows weeks of social media speculation that the couple had become engaged. Uh, She had introduced him to her followers in late June of 2021 with a photo of him posted to Instagram. They later confirmed that they were a couple.
4: So do we think that a Bon Jovi song will be pivotal to the next season of Stranger (laughs) Stranger Things? things?
2: Maybe. You know what? If they hit that... It might it time could, out. It Air-wise. could be, right? Yeah. Because the last, we, I ju- we just finished the last right, season yeah. yesterday again. Okay. And it's in 1986. Okay. You could I do You could so, be that. Yes. Ooh. I want I, to I say In and Out of Love came out in 1987. No, maybe 86. I'm not sure. So. Uh, in another Instagram post in January, Brown called Bongiovi, her partner for life, and posted a string of pictures of the couple together. So, I, I just love her. I think she's fantastic. And
4: I started, I watched the, um, uh, and anola Oh, Holmes. Holmes. Very good. Right? I did not think it was going to be that good. I yeah. And enjoy- so
2: much of it being good is her charisma. It, exactly, yeah. I agree. It's it's a really smart show, obviously. Yes, it's a, it's I a, enjoyed a, it. A Sherlock Holmes, uh, you know, take, but yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, so, according to TMZ, Amanda Bynes was released from a hospital in Southern California yesterday, or actually on Monday, after she and medical staff determined that she was ready to leave. Uh, this comes after she was placed on a psychiatric hold three weeks ago. Uh, she'll reportedly be receiving outpatient treatment as she returns to her day-to-day life. That's so going to be critical. I hope she. I hope yeah. they can help her out. I hope is, they can get her on track. I
4: mean, it's not. I, I, I don't know if this makes any sense to say this, but it's it's not her fault. You know, yeah. She, yeah. she's just been consigned to this condition.
2: Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they can find the proper treatment uh, to get her. You know, on a, yeah. an even space. So we'll see. Uh, Sarah Paulson opened up about her longtime friendship with Pedro Pascal in an interview with Esquire that was published yesterday. As uh, Pascal had um, struggled earlier in his career, Paulson said that she would support him. She said he talked about this publicly. But there were times when I would give him uh, my per diem from a job oh. that I was working on so that he could have money
0: to feed himself. He was
2: literally a starving actor. He's point. been around for
0: years. Yeah. yeah. When he hosted SNL, she showed up in one or two She sketches. did. And I didn't just... realize the connection. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. So I, they've just been friends for a long time? I I so. Okay. Yeah. so. Apparently, like, uh, with uh, the the cast of
4: uh, uh, The the Last of Us and and Mandalorian, he, he is a... Worldly known good guy.
10: <laughs>
2: yeah, you know what? The, uh, the I follow him and Bella Ramsey on yeah, Instagram, yeah. and their off uh, a camera connection is huge. It's great. They just they love each other. They have fun. It's a real father daughter type of relationship. That's that's playful, and they have a great time. Doesn't that make it more fun to watch ah, their interactions? I agree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so these days, however, she says everybody wants a piece of Pascal, so he's doing okay <laughs> at this point. Uh, Hugh Jackman is celebrating his 27th wedding anniversary with his wife, Deborah Lee Furness. The Wolverine star shared a photo of the happy couple, couple smiling and wrote a sweet note in honor of their relationship. He no, said, I love you. He wrote, I love you, Deb. Today is our 27th wedding anniversary. Aww. 27 years. I love you so much, he captioned the photo. Take his pants <laughs> off. He said, together... <laughs> We have created a beautiful family and life. Your laughter, your spirit, generosity, humor, cheekiness, courage, and loyalty is an incredible gift to me. I love you with all my heart. Aww. You're <laughs> not sweet. You're my sh- little Vegemite. Actually, Rochelle, I guess we celebrate this with them because yesterday Rochelle realized that it was 27 years ago yesterday that uh, she moved to be with me in this area. Wow. a question
7: about that. Did you guys come out together or did you come out and then she came out later?
2: I came out, I moved out in January. Okay. You'd only been dating for a little while, right? Just a handful of months. Yeah. yeah. That's a a bold move. I said, do you want to move halfway across the country with me even though we just started (laughs) dating? And she said yes. Yeah. And it's been mad there we go. But she, yeah, uh, um, I I moved here, and then uh, yeah, she came out. You know, just a couple months later. So She came out for a little recon. Yeah, right. Just check it out. Just get settled in. Yep, and everything. So, uh, me and Hugh Jackman kind of celebrate this together. You guys awesome. are very similar. A lot of people yeah. say that. I know. I hear it all the time. I didn't want to point it out, but <laughs> all right. So, Tom Sandoval is sharing his. No! Son- Vanderpump crap. Okay, is that who that is. Like, sharing his yeah. side of the story. All right. On a recent episode of Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast. Holy Christ! Claimed that he broke up with Ariana Maddox two weeks before all of the scandal drama drama unfolded, and he also shared that he and uh, Raquel Levis are currently taking a break. When Howie asked him if they were friends with benefits, he said, "Not right now." So take that. For Scander me. lick my ass, whatever that means. <laughs> Scander lick my ass. Uh, Steve sent me this. This is a cool little story. Uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy uh, has caused quite the stir on the internet after showcasing her fluent Spanish in a promotional video. Uh, the actress, who had uh, she had been speaking ahead of the release of the Super Mario Brothers movie, in a clip that was widely shared on social media, and fans flooded the star with praise. And we're stunned to learn that Spanish is actually her first language. And this comes just days after Ben Affleck had apparently wowed with his own language skills during an interview for a radio network leading his followers to rechristen him Benito. Benito. Yes. In the promotional clip, uh, Enya spoke directly to the camera about the animated adventure blockbuster, and she speaks flawless Spanish. And she's awesome. Yes. Uh, Do Do you think she would remember us? Well, She had a good time in the studio this time, Nick, right? If, if we mention the fact that Nick got her a disc of some music that she had been oh, wanting to get yeah, for a long maybe time.
0: Almost famous soundtrack. Yeah. I could not find my CD, so Marissa scrambled and <laughs> got an extra one um, and it gave it to her. But yeah, I think that she would remember that. Yeah, I hope so. She yeah. was into that mu- music at the time. Are you
2: listening, uh, Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Right. So some were left stunned to learn that she actually spent several years living in Argentina as a child. Why did
7: she? She broke out into song for some reason.
4: Mm-hmm. This?
2: Yeah, she can impersonate yeah, a man's amazing, voice yeah. as well. It's very incredible. Uh, Annie, who lived in uh, Buenos Aires until she was six previously addressed her roots uh, during an appearance on Saturday Night Live in 2021. She said, now that you're hearing my accent, you may be surprised to know that I was born in Miami, raised between Argentina and London, and my first language is Spanish. Uh, she said that she had learned English by watching films like School of Rock. Uh-huh. Uh, she said at the school that I went to when I first moved to London, they would play um, the School of Rock every Friday. And at the time, I didn't really speak much English, if any. So that and Harry Potter and Jumanji <laughs> are how I learned English. Yeah, you, would, you would have no idea. You would, you would have to hear her speak now, you would think she was born in England. Oh, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And this comes after Ben Affleck wowed fans by speaking fluent Spanish during a recent interview for a radio network in Spain. Bibliotech. Uh, the Argo <laughs> star's Spanish skills were, in fact, acquired when he was just 13 years old and filming in Mexico for a year. Uh, he previously That's said... Spanish for library. Uh, he said, I speak it passively. I did this little kids TV series when I was young and when I was 13... Uh, The season that year was shot in Mexico, so I was in Mexico for a year, and that's how I picked it up. I
4: I really showed no inclination towards picking up a language. I took French for a couple years. I was okay. I think the only way to really get
2: good at it is something that you got to kind of live... Yes. Live it. So you have to my, speak it. Yeah. my my all the time. my brother-in-law uh married a uh his wife is uh, is Cuban. Right. And uh so he they had to move or not Cuban, uh, other Colombian. Colombian. and they had to move to Colombia for uh, like 5 6 years and that's how he picked it up. And okay. Yeah. You know his his wife speaks Spanish regularly and she would show him uh, you know some things right. too but once he got had to work there and be around people all the time that's he how he was no able, option. That's how he was able right. to freely converse. I want to learn Spanish. That is the language I'd like to learn. I think you can, you can, it can serve you well. It's world you know. known good language, yeah. yeah.
7: But like you, I right, listen. You listen to audiobooks, right? There's got to be just that version of right.
3: Oh, there, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's loads of them. like Yeah,
0: you're just driving and Duolingo. I, what's that? Duolingo is a good one. My, yeah. my son uses that for uh, Mandarin. But you have, to, and that's a that's a tough one. I, I know. Right? Does he get to speak yeah. with anybody? You know Does he, he to do with people? It, it's Steve. It's like. Half hour, hour every day, yeah. and and um, my French got pretty good at one point in my life. But it was when I was studying in France. Right, and, and you and, you, know, you went there. Right, I went know. there a bunch, and yeah. and so like when you're immersed in the culture and you're watching the news all the time and you're hearing people speak out around you, it's yeah. it's one of those things where like that's the only and best way to do it. I just don't think I have the um, at least right now. I, I disagree. I, I think that you'd be fine at it, but you the way that you need to learn is is by immersing yourself in it. Yeah, and you, you got to put the time in. Yeah. You know? Here's
3: a perfect example. I took Spanish. My entire all. All through high school, like, starting in middle school, all through college, I was, like, shy just a few credits of it being uh, yeah. a minor for me. Really? And I... But I never went and lived in, you know, in their culture and spoke it...
4: Uh, so what's your current status? Nothing. Like, no, you Really? I mean, you lost I it mean, all? I mean, listen,
3: I can get... If I hear people talking... Yeah. I can get a little bit of what they're saying, but I couldn't mm. have I a the, conversation the, with them. Puerto Rican
0: well. background would uh, lend yourself, yes. We <laughs> uh, Lisa, Lisa, the call mm.
3: But listen, my bro- we had exchange students growing up, and and my brother would even though they would come here and want to speak English, my brother mm. would always speak Spanish to them, and no. he he can he you, can get by. Good, he can get by. Yeah, when he worked at the Apple store, they would send all of the Spanish speaking uh, people that would come in, all the customers that would come in, they would send them to him, and that's he. he would to, sell them I phone. think that's
2: the only way you could stay good at. it to practically use it all the time I've heard that once you uh, start to dream yes. in that language you have that's why you, you it. have found yourself so, in yeah, it. The yeah. uncle who is a priest my Claire's uncle, uh, Uncle Jim
4: uh, he married us in Puerto Rico Irish, Irish Irish but his his parish was in Puerto Rico for decades. He said you know and he, he's passed away since he
2: had to think to speak in English. Huh? Ah, yeah, after a while. It, I just, okay. it was
4: so long, you Interesting.
2: know? Interesting. Wow. All right. I have a Bachelor story for yeah. you, the show, Bachelor. Uh, Chris Harrison is not biting his tongue when it comes to the show's creator, Mike Fleiss.
4: I tried it for the longest time that I couldn't
2: (laughs) talk. Uh, He was on a podcast, and he he was asked uh, if there were any narcissists involved in the franchise. He said the creator of the show was severely. (laughs) He said one of the toughest things about narcissism is that you will never, well, I don't want to say never, but very rarely will that person ever recognize that about themselves. He said, I was talking to one therapist about narcissism, and she said, I'm just warning you, that, the, that uh, next to a homicidal maniac, narcissism is the toughest thing to treat. That to have someone self-realize and actually fix that is next to impossible. It just rarely so, happens. This
4: wasn't a bid for him to get back on the show, clearly, right?
2: I yeah. don't
13: think <laughs>
4: that it that. was. Does
7: narcissism
2: mean anything
7: like a... You just love yourself, or is it just? It's more than no, that. It's like a, yeah. you, th-
2: it's a lack of compassion, yes, uh, as
4: well involved. The, there, there is. Uh, this is. I can see this. Uh, this explanation, yeah, like the but, clinical but, definitions pe- of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, people it's- who are who are who are that narcissistic. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, uh,
0: well, and, and the, you can't they can't break it. They get tossed around as adjectives to describe right. people when right. it's not necessarily clinically accurate. So, yeah. like a sociopath or a psychopath or a narcissist, there are actual clinical definitions to go along yep. with those.
2: And, and they share uh, yes, a lot of attributes. They do. Yeah. Those three that you mentioned—they And they ride share. So well. yeah. yeah. at least they're good things for the environment and for and themselves <laughs> financially.
3: But stuff. it's actually categorized as a personality disorder. Right. Like yes. it's a mental yeah. health yeah. condition. Right.
7: Yes. And I just love when people use it like, "Oh, yeah, textbook narcissism." Oh, really? When was the last time you were studying uh, yeah, narcissism? <laughs> yeah.
3: I'll tell you what, though. I, so on TikTok, there's uh, a girl that um, gives tips on how to deal with a true narcissist. And I w- watched a couple of her videos, and I realized that there's somebody that I know that, I mean, that, oh, my God, like, fully, like, where it it is. it. Oh, no, it's not <laughs> no. you. No, no, no. But, I mean, no, listen, and it's 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 not funny because it is, it's a disorder. Like, it, it's yeah. mentally they're this is who they are, and it's like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is who this person is, and it's sad. I
2: I know someone who was in a relationship with uh, someone who was, and uh, that relationship, and it it, it turned out to be uh, abusive, and... What was the predominant manifestation of it in that relationship i'm not sure okay uh, i i never really did find out but but uh it was actually a, a guy and and he ended up having to get help from a, a shelter because it was it was you know do you like my silver hair oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous isn't it <laughs> mm-hmm. <All right. laughs> bill the narcissist <laughs> Uh so anyhow uh yeah he says that uh that the, the the show the the creator of uh of The Bachelor is is a hardcore severely is what he said narcissist. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, All right, well we're ready for clips. Let's do it. Final season of Riverdale is back for it's final season. It is. So they're going to take Wait. the opportunity
4: of the final season to wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. The final season of Riverdale's back for its final season. Thank no, God the first uh,
2: season's not
7: back for
4: the final. Season. That'd
2: be weird. <laughs> Why are we ending at the beginning? The final season of Riverdale is back for its final season, right. marking Cole Sprouse's 30th year as an actor. And in this clip, he discusses his experience in child acting.
4: My mother needed an income. I mean, there's two. I, I think there's two types of kids within. You know, the child acting business. There's like the thespian children that choose to do it. And then there's the working class kids that, mm-hmm. that, in
5: our case at least, um, twins are a great labor exploit.
2: Because <laughs> babies can only work for a certain amount of hours. So you double the time if you have two of them that look identical. Come on. Oh, hang on. Try it again. Cut it out. There Thank we you. go. Uh, Riverdale is airing its final season. Wednesdays Wednesday's final season. at nine PM <laughs> on the CDO. so I have not watched the past uh, two seasons. I, I
4: disconnected after a while. You loved it. Uh, I did. I loved it in the beginning, and then what happens is, you know, uh, sh- it's the thing that I find. I think we're all in agreement here, or we all agree on the on the aspect of a limited series. Yeah. that that gives you its best and then leaves and and so it just went a few years past and i
2: just disconnected yeah the, plot, the plots start to meander yeah after after a certain amount of seasons in in a lot of cases and the joy of like oh my god this is a uh, i can't believe this yeah. it's hard for a series to maintain that yeah all right next clip here we go residents in a small town are faced with the opportunity to reach their true potential in the new show the big door prize and here star chris o'dowd talks about his relation to his character. I do relate to him in lots of ways. I mean, (laughs) I relate to the confusion that he has a lot of the time, that everybody is changing their whole lives. And I think he is in many ways... A voice beats for the audience, or the more cynical members of the audience, who would be like, yeah. "What are you doing? This is
7: wild!"
13: Damn! this
7: is the Apple TV. Series. Yeah, I started watching. I, I, I'm not like that into it oh, right now. Really,
3: I love him. I know, He's me great. too.
7: Me too. That's why I started watching it. But so,
2: season one of the Big Door Prize is available now, and that's on Apple TV Plus. If you would like to see that, so yeah, this, yeah. Is season. This, season, <laughs> this is season one of the first season. Season one of the first season. It's so, back for its yeah. first season. All right. All right. Uh, I would like to mention we have a new Daily Rush video. We have a two of them, actually. Uh, and one of them is called uh, Do Drill is Do Drunk. Uh, bus Do Driver Do Drill got himself a Do DUI. I remember that. I don't remember yes, that. Yes. Was I did. here for that? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can go to WMMR.com to see the video <laughs> and others that you have missed. There's also one now. I did miss this one Randy Feltface. Uh, had returned. So Felt Face came by our Australian. uh filthy friend discovered how much Philadelphians adore their colons. You
4: know what? Also, and Nick had pointed out, that next to the penis painting party... uh our,
0: our most viewed yeah, Preston really, Steve video, right? Really popular over the last year, and uh, so we chatted with Randy about like how much fun he had when he was here last time, and then he was he was psyched
2: to be back in Philly. Nice. Uh, you can watch those videos uh, now. It's sponsored by Xfinity's GigSpeed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. dot com. All right, so it's seven zero six. That means less than an hour from now, we'll have your first chance to win a thousand bucks. It's MMR's concert cash, and we'll also give you. And the barbecue tickets on top of that. So make sure that you are hanging out with us in that time. And if you miss it at eight, we'll do it again at 10. It happens at noon and three and five. So don't miss the chances. Uh, we are going to have John Grise, who played Uncle Rico uh, yes. in uh, Napoleon Dynamite's 20th anniversary. And they have a special screening at the Keswick Theater on Sunday. And not only that, John Heater is going to be there as well. Uh, and um, oh, man, I forget Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, the yeah, actors. Efren, name. And, uh, Ramirez. Efren Ramirez. Yeah, he'll be there too. Uh, and then we're going to have also uh, the Oddities Expo expert this morning. Adam Hutter is going to be joining us. We have a lot taking place. We're going to break, come back in a second. Stay put. Return short neck.
1: Finally, Barbecue 2023 starring the Shine Down, the day don't die. Billy Idol, With the red- saturday september 16th at freedom mortgage pavilion plus special guests a ron jones larkin poe dirty honey finger 11
9: MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77.
1: And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just $25. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: A lot happening this morning. Guests, stuff to give away, and a stroll through the campus of the Just Say It Institute. Yes, that's where we're heading to now, friends.
4: Home of the new Hugh Jackman Coincidence Center.
13: (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right, I have a story that I saw this morning that I think will, uh, well, and and here's a little play on words. It will cause Kathy to bristle. Oh, no. Uh Oh,
13: no.
2: Um... Young men needed an an intervention when it comes to personal hygiene. Oh, man. A survey of 2,000 men aged 18 to 42 found, Kathy, that only 54% brush their teeth daily. Oh, no.
5: no. no. Right? No. Wow. Fifty-four no. percent.
3: That's like not even a, an option. It's like I, you brush totally. your teeth in the morning and then again at night. Like when, you, there's no other option.
4: How do you? <laughs> how? Yes. One other it's one. It's like taking a shower. How do you not? And then and then I hold I hold a, a mouthwash in my mouth as I go about my other stuff for a while. At night I do the same. How do you go to sleep with dirty teeth? Or, or do, yeah. <laughs>
7: Uh, no, I, Kev, what you do is you brush your teeth in the morning, and then you eat Laffy Taffy as you lay in bed when you go to sleep at night. That'll get yeah. all the stuff yeah.
2: out. Yeah. It's like yeah. flossing. <laughs> uh, flossing? What I thought it was Munson. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I found that disturbing because, listen, even I know, and, and at first I used to resist doing the regular uh, dentist because uh, I just didn't like going to the yeah. dentist, but you just you just have to. You have you to. Said, there are so many things that can go wrong in your mouth as mm-hmm. far as decay or, you know, any there's all kind. you know. I've uh, had that genitis, r- all this. So I told you guys, I, yeah. I went one time to the dentist and, and they're cleaning my teeth and my teeth are just bleeding like crazy. Right. I'm like, what's the story with that? They're like, do you floss? I said, not Where really. did I get months? Uh, <laughs> and and they said, well, that's why. I'm yeah. like, you gotta be kidding. I started flossing and sure enough, it stopped happening. Yeah. And so I was a convert ever since then.
3: Well, that's what I was gonna say. If you have good dental hygiene or once you have good dental hygiene, you realize you know, like you said, like you started flossing, you're like, oh, wait, this is like, this needs to be part of it. And I uh-huh. feel like you can't really go, ba- I mean, you could, but you can't really go back. Like, you know, now you feel uh-huh. how your teeth should feel and how they should be clean and how the, you know, the floss sure. actually does take out food from between your teeth. <laughs> we yeah.
4: had, we had a wonderful guy, but he was a bad dentist, all the brothers as, as a, as a growing up younger. So a lot of bad stuff was set in motion. Now I, I'll say this. So as things start to pull together, and you know my my mouth is in, in far better shape. Um, uh, the water pick, if you're not a huge fan of flossing all the time, uh-huh. the toothbrush it's also the water pick at the same time, which is what I have, and my wife has as well. That's awesome.
7: Yeah, I um. I it never flossed before and now I floss all the time.
3: See, but that's what I mean. Once you do it, it's so, like you understand. But
7: what I what I You're really flossing like flossing
3: right now. Yeah, yeah, well cuz I, I
7: just I yeah. just ate. Yeah. I just ate and I'm just you know getting the stuff. Just but had a turkey I can, leg. I if I can't like uh suck air through my teeth I'm like, oh, I need. To, it's time yeah, for me plus. to floss. Okay. Yeah.
2: that's your indicator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And by the way, I remember asking one time, so we've seen people who have literally black teeth. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. rotten teeth. And I asked my dentist, I'm like, what is that? Is that is that drug use? Is that what? He's like, well, the most of the time. They're not brushing their teeth. Uh-huh. They're just not brushing their teeth. It's just neglect. It's decay, and that's what I told my kids. I'm like, you ever seen people with those, you know, black teeth? Mm-hmm. That's what happens if you don't brush, brush your teeth. teeth. No, mm-hmm. all you got to do is brush your teeth.
4: If you're in bed, ba- there, there are the industry has evolved now and can help you out and get you on the right course.
7: Yeah, so. I, I listen, Kath. I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed all the time.
2: <gasps> I know, I know. I've I don't all, do it all the time either. No.
7: No. And and I <laughs> will also say uh, that. I, uh, there are like some weekends where I'm like, oh, did I brush
4: my teeth? Oh my God, no, Kathy. Need not I remind okay. you that yeah. Preston doesn't wash his legs in the shower?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know all the disgusting things it's just about
2: disgusting. you guys. Here's <laughs> another thing. In this same, in this same survey, man, eighteen to forty-two years old, uh, thirty only thirty-five percent wash their face. Uh, that's fewer people brush their teeth daily. Yeah. Oh my God! Or no, that- no, 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 no. Thirty-five percent. I'm sorry, fewer people. I don't really wash my face. I mean, no. I. I um, you don't
3: put like soap on your face in the shower.
2: No, no. Mm-hmm. because everything Steve, washes tell down me out here. When, so, so, yeah, because yeah. I, I do get suds. I get head. shampoo and stuff all over my face. But no, it, I don't. I don't moisturize and do all those scrubby things. Yeah, face, your...
4: head, front, torso, legs, turn around, butt, back. <laughs> Okay. I know your
7: routine
2: I have now. I a procedure. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah, 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 yeah you never lead with butt yeah. before you've gone to no, face. No,
7: no, it's like dusting. You don't dust first. Right. Oh no no! You dust first. You don't do the floors first, right? You do, you know when when so
0: yeah, don't, you you don't my... do
7: your ass first and then wash. When do you of
0: dust your... your balls? Yeah, I you do. Uh, I do ass first. You do? <laughs> yeah. And then you wash your. Here's old ass first, Nick. I have. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> That's always As-Trag. my nickname in high school. I have. Uh, you're covered in soap. You're fine. I, yeah. No. I know. You're, you're so wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a separate uh, bar of soap for uh, your ass bar for the ass and for the you know the the balls. <laughs> You know the ball. <laughs> do
4: you like it? Do you guys have the uh, the, the the detached? Uh, oh, the, the, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh God, no, do I love that God thing. God bless. Feels, oh the wand. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. I love the
2: wand. Um. So yeah, I don't wash my face. I mean, I I shave it. But yeah, there's gorgeous. Has soap well, in it. That's so. what I was
3: gonna say. You actually you don't have bad skin, so right. I guess whatever yeah. you're doing works for you.
2: But uh,
7: Kath, for as far as brushing on the weekends, the thing is, when I get up in, for work in the morning, that's the first thing I do. I brush my teeth. But on the weekends I don't like to brush my teeth until I've had my coffee because to me it's it's counterintuitive But if you're br- not
3: brushing your teeth then just do it before the coffee.
7: Yeah, I know, but like it's but. always like uh my plan on brushing my teeth <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> it's in it's So that's it's, good it's, enough. It's that's, that's, that's halfway there.
13: <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Right. A good dentist yeah. will
0: say just all yeah. oh, you yeah, really yeah. plan, just right? plan. Just
4: right. plan. I plan on taking my <laughs>
0: medication.
2: <least> <laughs> 33% of the servants uh, surveyants, uh did not have a skincare routine. So like, I don't have a skincare routine. It's it's wa- it's water and soap. You
4: know, look. What am I? What am I? What am I going to do to fix this? My
7: thirteen-year-old daughter has a skincare routine. She sure. has a, yeah. and I'm like, dude, you from around town?
3: No, but I'm like, you're thirteen. Your skin's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Casey's, but that's what they do when they're that yeah. age. Wait, real quick, what what is it? Do you know what the skincare routine is?
7: She, I don't know. Whatever um, okay. she sees on TikTok and and like, <laughs> and so she's the only one who has like stuff in like the, the kids have their own bathroom. Nobody else is, like, she's got her whole little set up and, right. uh, and, I don't
0: know, like, what's it, N- Nivea? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. oh Bivia yeah <laughs> okay Oh, so Bivia. Casey, how old is uh, Seamus? 15? F- yeah, almost 16. Okay, yeah, Ben is 16. Yeah. Uh, and uh, God bless him, and he showers daily, uh, but he smells like a 16-year-old boy. Like, There is a point,
4: Nick, in, in that, and I remember, I had it for a very short amount of time because I, I you know, but I remember... <laughs> You're not aware of it when not you're 13, you're, 14, you're, you're, you're 14 right. you start entering into puberty and your body's producing stuff that's going to be a foul-smelling deal.
0: And, yeah, it, it's an awkward time. And, Steve, you know, I, I do the laundry in the house. <laughs> right, so right. I'll do Ben's laundry. Oh, and, no. uh, and like most teenage boys, uh, his standard uh, apparel is sweatshirt and sweatpants right. yeah. every freaking day. And um, And I'll do the laundry. And, like, his clothes stink. They smell like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, mm. no doubt.
3: Nick, uh Jay started playing hockey and I know this oh. is a different story but I don't. I just don't even understand where that smell comes from, like it's, it's on the equipment, level. and yeah, like hockey's oh, the
2: worst. Oh yeah. my, Like just yep.
3: sitting in the car on the ride home, yes. I'm like, we have to put the windows down. Sorry, like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Dude, what to Tell you,
2: walk by the Flyers locker room. Unbelievable. Sometime. The fa-
0: they have fans going
2: in there. It 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 creeps down the hall. There's yeah. a slight <laughs> greenish color to it. it creeps down the hall. Towards it's insane. another sport. <laughs>
0: Kath, I can't even
7: wear the same hat to the gym two days in a row, and because sometimes I will do that. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot this hat. And you know, it's like it's sweating hat. Yeah. And then I'll be like mid work and I'm like, what the freak is that smell? Oh my god, it's my hat. The hat, right. <laughs> the hat that I only used one time before. Yeah, no, you need to wash it. And
2: I know. There's a very curious text message here. It says, If you eat nothing but meat, naturally found foods and water, brushing is not needed. And it's signed Weston A. Price D D S.
0: Huh. We should call this person. No. Okay.
2: They're Interesting. Well, we have a dental hygienist who's on the line. It's Devin. Right. We'll go to Devin real quick. Devin, good morning.
5: Good morning. How are you?
2: Good. What's up, Devin?
5: Well, as being a hygienist, yes, I can confirm that it's our young adolescent males where half the time you can't tell if they just ate a quart of cottage cheese. Before <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, they truly haven't brushed their teeth, but oh, uh, this makes me being in better. the profession for 25 years, I can now tell the difference. I'm also fortunate enough to work in a correctional facility. Oh, boy. wow. And I can say that yes, although most of the black teeth are just from neglect, the um, the greater majority is from drug use. And from
2: drug use. Okay. It's funny
5: the amount of guys that come down and say, "Can you save this tooth?" Oh man! You know, or or can wow. you put a crown on this tooth? And when it's black to the gum line, there's nothing left. No, there's nothing
2: to see. Yeah,
3: yeah. But
5: um, for the for I forget the two that said they don't always brush at night. Preston, I think you were one of them. <laughs> Um, and Casey was the other one. No, he, he was, <laughs> thank you. I, I didn't want to rat everybody out. Yeah. Sorry, Devin. Um, it is more important to brush at bed because when your mouth is not actively cleaning, like talking and chewing and swallowing, these the bacteria have a greater chance to breed and actually cause decay. and, ah, and That makes dry. total sense.
0: Yeah, it, it makes does. total sense. Devin's That's why I, 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 I got to clean out the mouth before Devin, you go to bed. Devin, I have a question yeah. because I'm like Casey. I, you know, I brush my teeth first thing in the morning when I get up, and and uh, but then immediately or within the you know, next 15, 20 minutes, I have a cup of coffee, and then I don't probably brush my teeth again until the night. Is that verboten? Is that all right to do it that way?
5: Well, there's actually concern, and some people do that. Orange juice seems to be the greater thing. People don't like to brush before orange juice. Right. Um, but actually it's a greater issue if you brush after the orange juice because you're really brushing the acid deeper into your teeth. Yeah. So it is a little bit of a controversial issue, if you want to call it that, that mm. you, um, you know, if you can time your brushing, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But for those of us that work a regular schedule, that's a little bit difficult.
4: Know your limitations. That's why it's one of the benefits of being in a correctional facility because you're on a rigid schedule and you'll get your brushing in at the appropriate times. But, uh, uh, so, uh, Devin, so the text we got that said if you eat a particular kind of diet, a healthy
2: diet or what was it? Pre- uh, it was pres- meat, naturally found foods and water. And so that- you won't need to brush your teeth. Is that
5: um, I have a hard time believing that. I'm actually a, an educator as well, um, wow. and I'm, one of the things I teach about are biofilms, which grow everywhere. I mean, they grow on river rocks. They grow on hose lines. They grow in your contact lens cases. Right. You know, it's bacteria. So bacteria grows everywhere, and if you think of the mouth as a warm, dark, moist environment. I it's always everything do. your mouth needs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your mouth is going to grow bacteria regardless. Mm. You don't necessarily need fancy toothpastes or things like that. You need mechanical removal of that biofilm every okay, day. Okay, so, so, so you're saying
4: you don't have to go with a, a very expensive toothpaste. If your diet is such where you're, it's, it may be bereft of sugar or whatever, you can,
2: you don't have to go hard. You just got, you got to scrape that crap yeah. off of there. That's Correct. what you got to do. You're using dental okay. terms now. Yeah.
5: Avoid the sugars and just a, a regular toothbrush every day with some floss, and you would be good to go for the rest of your life. All right. All right. Thank you, Devin. We appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. All right. And you, and you too. We'll
2: see you later. All right. So, But I was, I was astounded that 54% of the survey uh, do not, or only 54% brush their teeth daily. Wow. Half oh, of them, essentially. So it,
4: this kills me yeah. when people don't take a shower every day. I can't. That is an alien concept to me. Now, you do you. But I do two showers
0: a day. Mm. By the way, that that was a quote from a book, Preston, that was not an actual uh, doctor texting him. Yeah, so it was a, a guy named Weston A. Price wrote a book called oh. Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, and that's where that quote about meat and whatever else... Okay. Mm.
2: All right, uh, I have something else from the Sane Institute Dang. that I would love to enlighten you what with. What an incredible facility that it is. It is. And science, by the way, has confirmed what some of us have suspected. Sometimes men lie about their endowment, their penis size. I think the thing to do is lie lower. Lie yeah.
7: lower? Uh, yes. Okay. So that... Oh, my God. What yeah. a surprise. Yeah. No, you got to lie to people who are not You got a stand. log in your shorts.
3: <laughs> there. I just watched yesterday. This girl, <laughs> she broke it down as far as uh, size and that that guys will, yeah. you know, say that they're a certain size or whatever. And she was like, look, it if you're past a certain point, it doesn't it's it's. Doesn't, it's not even you feel like right, We yeah. don't want that. It's, right. it's so, going to
4: be outside the venue.
3: Right. Like yeah. the like, it's not even, yes. It, it, it's so going to The average size is just perfect. So you don't need to lie and say you're, you That's know. That's
2: right. All right. Well, listen to this. According to a recent study from Denmark, men exaggerate their length by up to 21%. The survey of 224 men cl- found, okay, so out of 224, 26 of them claimed that their organ was over. A foot long. So a yeah. quarter of the guys, more than 12 inches. Ron Jeremy wasn't even a foot long. He was nine inches. Yeah, he was like nine and... I th- yeah. remember him saying nine and three. quarters. Oh, yeah. So a foot, but claiming it's over a okay. foot long. Uh, the wow. The answers to the online survey were then compared to average measurements. Men who blatantly lied... Like the man man who said his uh, member was a half mile long <laughs> <laughs> a half had mile. to be excluded from yeah. the experiment. Uh, the final uh, data set included 191 men. Uh, <laughs> the researchers wrote, given our findings, scientific studies with self-report data... Uh, concerning penis size, should be interpreted with great caution. Participants also made themselves taller and exaggerated their physical capabilities. Interestingly, uh, the men did not lie about their weight, though. Okay, I, uh, that's
4: interesting.
7: I don't know how you do a study like this. So you, uh, you bring these guys into a room. go, yeah. Okay, uh, tell us how big it is. All right, now show me. You know, like that would have well, to be that would be the only
2: way to, to glean usable information. I know, but like. <sighs> How do you know they lie? How do you know? Well, you have. Well, when to, they say it's over a foot long, you can kind yeah, of yeah, okay, guess. yeah.
7: But they're also like breaking it down to like exactly like oh, it's twenty one percent. They lie by twenty one percent. So these guys, when they go into this quote unquote study,
4: do they know I, that they're whatever, going
7: to have to show? I think they have to. <laughs> yeah. Then why lie? Well,
4: what I'd say is this: is that they probably bring them in and they use. Sort of a way to say, we're going to ask you some general medical information about yourself. Right. Well, would you be willing to, you know, to take a, 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 a quick physical after this? And then at that point, they can get yep. the information after they've asked them to provide the length initially. Right. Yep.
7: And nobody, when they ask the length or, or give the length,
13: they're, I'm they're, big, big
7: black. they're not, they're not, they're only given the length in their excited state, right? Like Nobody's like...
2: I'm, I'm I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would guess so. Yeah. You're, I you're talk to guys flaccid. all day about their penises. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And
4: the general <laughs> consensus is... Yeah. Yeah. What's your flaccid
2: number? What's,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a 96. I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> you know, I'm a grower, not a shower. Exactly.
4: Yeah, a grower, not a shower. Yeah, yeah. Brent, how long is your junk when not
2: excited? <laughs> why are you asking? Why
4: Brent? I just figured.
2: Why not? Yeah. Hey, uh, Kathy, so that... that uh, that you said about the average size is is plenty you know and and that any more than that can be actually counterproductive um but women still even though hearing about a, a man may be well endowed bigger than average way bigger than average it's it's exciting it's, They're you know size I mean? queens yeah yeah so it's, well, fun to look elizabeth at, taylor was legendary as a size queen no but i mean there's like the in uh, american pie so uh, yeah Remember that she lies about Finch having a big unit and all of a sudden all the girls are interested in him. And uh, uh, that's I, uh, there's locker room talk amongst us. Yeah, like be, that, for, you know. So there's got
3: to be something to that as well. But yeah. this girl was basically saying, like it, it, it.
4: In all reality, in all
3: reality, that's not the case. Okay.
4: Like we know, John Holmes was was a legend in the porn industry, but there, there was no guy who was a micro phallus who became a legend. You right. know, it just
0: doesn't work that he way. Probably part had of the, the best middle name of any porn star ever, the Wad.
2: Yes, Johnny the Wad. What does this say? There's a text that says, I don't lie for S. Two-inch punisher all day long, baby. <laughs> Take it or leave it.
13: <laughs>
2: all right. Oh, <laughs> two inches of menace. We're moving on. All right, let me see what else we can get to because it's uh, we're going to have to break here in just a few minutes. All right, uh, kids... Can be kind to machines, a Duke University study found. Uh, they also believe that people should not yell at or harm AI devices. What is this about? Uh, the, Who wrote this, AI? The study asked a group of uh, 4 to 11-year-old children uh, and to rate how smart Alexa was compared to the floor-cleaning Roomba. Oh. Uh, kids tended to say that Alexa and Roomba probably are not ticklish. But more children thought Alexa had mental and emotional capabilities, and that the Alexa could even become upset if someone were mean to it. Uh, children agreed that it would be wrong to hit both machines. Kids so, are dumb. So they, so they have it. What? Kids are dumb. <laughs> You're just uh, so they talking have, to your Roomba. Well, they have some uh, compassion yeah. for the the machines. Okay, is what they're saying. So it you would think be, we, it'd be wrong to hit? Are both we both more
4: machines? inclined, Preston, to lie about the size of our junk to, uh <laughs> To, oh, children. To,
7: out. Oh, out to the Roomba? Oh, to children,
4: room. you yeah. filthy minded
7: person. You know what's funny is that uh, Chuck and his kids are like old, way older now, but uh, he used to tell me, he's like, I don't like the way my kids talk to Alexa. And, uh, and I, I found that to be uh, interesting and funny, but like, yeah, they were, they were like mean to Alexa.
4: I, I'm very, so I converse, movie. like, would you, oh, uh, the thing that, that'll happen occasionally is you'll be there and we have a number around the house and you get the notification. Uh, it's been one month since you ordered, um, right. you know, pet treats or whatever, would you like to order? I'll say, no, thank you. Okay. And
0: it, but it it will, you will hurt its feelings yeah. if you are brusque with it occasionally. Yeah. 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 Am I the only one who's uh, in the room who's gotten rid of this stuff? I I, can't, <laughs> I don't use it. I, I can't have it in the house yeah. anymore. I get a little paranoid about it. And um, the, you don't
3: have Alexa or no, Google? Or? No, no.
0: I, I, and I, I didn't. Look, it's probably me just being in my head, but like nah, there's something I, about the, the listening. I get it. Yeah, your I get it. To you. I know. Yeah, Case, I'm mean, I'm sure that I'm not escaping any of it, but yeah. for whatever reason, like those devices in the house, I don't use them at all. In I exactly think I
2: that I use it regularly. Do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, constantly. It's uh, for uh, for cooking, using as timers uh, to get the weather, I to get play it. some music, to uh, things like that. I to would check be... the relative size of your penis. Uh, uh, yeah. to, you know, yeah. when when orders arrive, it yeah, is yeah. nice to know that there's something on the front, you know, porch. And... I
3: would get sad if she was gone. She's like a family
2: member. <laughs> um Oh my god, Mm -hmm. that's messed up, dude. Let
7: Uh, me
4: tell you about the bitch I work with.
13: (laughs) Nick, we were doing
7: experiments for a while where we would just say things like, "Hey, uh, we need more bird food." We don't have a bird, you know. And we would say these things, and then (laughs) they would show up on our, you know, Instagram feeds feeds. and stuff like that. Like, yeah. So it's, but you know, it's funny. My mom uses Siri and Alexa all the time, and you feed
4: her nothing but
14: bird food, right?
4: She eats like a bird.
7: She's tiny, man. She's tiny little. Literally
13: eats like a bird. No.
7: But like she doesn't and she's like me. She doesn't know exactly how or what she wants to ask Alexa. Yeah. You know, so she'll be like, Alexa. Oh yeah. Can you how about when there is uh, Alexa? You,
13: how many cups can there? Is there a lot of
0: Oh my god. Yeah. You got a good video. And Alexa's
13: something. like Spin it out <laughs> In case. Uh,
4: SNL did a bit about no, it. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, basically uh, 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 a device that will decipher the way old people ask questions. He <laughs> was in that movie with Carl Malden. It was a black and white. Uh, so it, it's that kind That's of thing. Yes. Cl- Claire uh, will not know. You, you can't stop. And let me think about that. Or, 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 or you can't, you can't really Take you a pause. Prepare what you're going to say yeah. and then say
2: it. Yep. Yep. That's the best way to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Because it won't sit there and.
4: Well, I'm waiting.
2: <laughs> but uh, kids are they, they have some compassion for that. I did read a pretty sweet story about a uh, woman who had a, a, a child with autism, uh, verbal but but definitely yeah. deep into the the, the spectrum, um, and could not really communicate with other humans because social cues and right. things like that. But once um, Siri hit and in the iPhone, um, the child found a connection with that voice mm. and that that. Um, um that not ai but whatever siri is sure well it and, is and would it would have conversations with it and she she overheard uh, him one day say i love you siri and it just broke her heart and in a good way you know so i i thought that was pretty special i thought that was pretty cool That's like interesting that. that's yeah. very interesting um so let me see do we have time for another one it's got to be a shorty all right a quick Make one it a shorty uh, so about 39% of people surveyed have used online information instead of seeing their physician okay. <laughs> with an average person self-diagnosing four times in the past year. I say st- I the F away from WebMD. Yeah, I do too. When,
4: so I, when I had the prostate cancer years ago, and, and I'll, I'll speak occasionally to people... Guys who are, are facing the surgery and so on and so forth. And the first thing, one of the first things I lead with is, huh. don't go on WebMD. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it! I used it the
7: other day, and I, I went for a jog, Steve, and I had uh, the taste of blood in my
4: mouth,
7: and it was coming well, from eating not-
4: too much bird. <laughs> it
7: was coming from my lungs. Because uh, it was cold out, Uh-oh. and so the the cold air was uh, was hurting my lungs, and then I had this like tightness. So I decided to take a little bit of a walk, and yeah. I googled. I'm like, I'm tasting blood, and I'm running. Right. Is that normal? <laughs> and uh, and it was like, yeah, that's not uncommon. Okay, so I yeah. was like, all right, I didn't but go to the ER.
4: I, I found more often than not, it sends people into a panic. Yeah, actually, when I had the 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 surgery, they, there was. A, they were saying, by the way, you can watch
2: the surgery what is involved.
3: Oh, hell no. Who would do that?
2: (laughs) So, by the way, the survey of the uh, of uh, over 2,000 adults over 40 revealed common misconceptions, including believing that fish oil, garlic, and honey are enough to cure certain ailments. No, you need uh, vinegar, right, (laughs) (laughs) Kev? Yeah, Yeah, you need apple cider vinegar. Preston, what increases the size of your junk? You rub tomatoes
4: on it. Yeah, and uh, and coat it (laughs) in bird seed.
2: However, 64% of women were likely to trust their doctors compared to 54 percent of men. Uh, when it comes to heart attack symptoms, most respondents knew that chest pain and shortness of breath were common symptoms, uh, but fewer knew that nausea and jaw pain uh, were other heart signs attacks, huh? As well, I so
4: uh, do you? Do you tend to? veered towards
2: hypochondriacal or are you i'm i'm in a good medium place right. uh so i grew up with uh <clears throat> a family that uh, or one side of my family that would take not only would they they would uh take anything and everything they would share uh their pills uh, the there you go. Oh, and man. then they would take <laughs> the dosages that they knew was the right one oh. that- I need to. I need Thanks for the than menopause that. pills, Bob, and all that <laughs> stuff. And so, and then on the other side was I don't need any of that. Yeah. yeah. So I got that. You know, my dad's side, my mom's side were two completely <sighs> different things. Wow. So I think I'm in the sweet spot. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I I I don't overdo things. Like if I if I if I'm taking some kind of pain medication yeah. after a procedure or something like that, if I'm feeling okay, I'll stop taking that pain. Medication. Right. I won't yeah. take it to the end. But if I'm taking an antibiotic. And I start feeling better. And I've been told you need to take all of these. Yeah, yeah. I will yeah. take all of them. You finish know that I mean? and finish the rest of your yeah. families.
7: Yeah. yeah. I don't use WebMD as much as I use text M I K E and uh, and
4: I just text right. Dr. <laughs> Mike. I'm Doctor Mike. When you have Doctor Mike in uh-huh. your life, yeah, you're you're uh, ahead of the curve. He's the
2: best. The ever. other
3: day he answered. He, I had to call him and he was like, "Hello." <laughs> I, I'm like, "Are you busy?" He's like, "I'm just where my wife tells me to go." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, you can call me later." He's like, "No, it's fine."
7: What's wrong? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally making love to my wife right now. <laughs> Shh.
2: Rico Suave. Rico Suave. Oh my!
0: God. He has a place that his wife tells him to go.
4: Like they were just at an. In pass. my room, <laughs>
13: there's
4: <laughs> oh my a my place God. my wife will.
2: T- all right, I've been giving the wrap up. Saying oh, right. we have yeah. a couple things to do. We got to go live on Fox Good Day. We have to do the concert cash. So we are closing up the shop today, ladies and gentlemen. At the Justine Institute. But we thank you for stopping yes, by Yes, a lot was learned. Yes. Uh, we're going to break. We'll come back in a second. The Bizarre File is on the way as well, so make sure you stay put. We'll be right back.
1: What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com. Your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com. Where FOMO Goes to die.
9: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm
2: kidding. Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit WindowNation.com.
9: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to have uh, John Grise. Is it Grise or Grease? I think Grise. it's Grise. Grise, okay. Yeah, just look it up. Uh, Uncle Rico from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. We're also going to have a gentleman by the name of Adam Hutter, and he's with the World Oddities Expo, which is happening at the Pennsylvania Convention Center this weekend. I'm looking forward to see what he brings in. We're going Fox Good Day right now. Seven That's what 56. the music is.
11: Okay, let's get to Preston and because a new study finds that men lie, hmm. and they lie about their height pretty often. Research in Denmark said they tend to add an average of half an inch really? to an inch more when asked, how tall are you? Especially when they first start dating someone. So I need all the fellas to fess up. Have you ever lied about your height before? Preston
2: probably didn't need First a of all, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been shrinking. I was at one point. I was about uh, six two and a half, and I'm like and maybe six
4: one now.
2: I've shrunk, oh, man. No, you,
4: so because I'm six and I was six one. And, we need no, to measure yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I mean in every way possible.
2: When I go to the doctor, they're like, "Yeah, you're you're six. I'm I'm like I've shrank. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never lied I don't about know. my. Something's going wrong. I'm, I'm taller, so you know, I, I, I've never really lied about my height. Um, I don't think you're six one. No, no, I think you're six you i I'm taller than that. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, I, you have to be. All right. Yeah, Kathy's six <laughs> three. Uh, Casey, you ever uh, lied about your height? I know you've always wanted to be taller.
7: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. I think for me, six foot is just not tall enough. I'd rather be. <laughs> seven foot no no you wouldn't no uh no because i've always been really i've been short i don't think of you as short though no so i mean as a freshman in high school i was four and when i got my license i was five three i'm five seven now how many alexes are you uh (laughs) i'm i'm (laughs) over one
4: alex Uh, (laughs) (laughs) is that still an issue though women care about that height
11: uh some do do.
4: How how tall are you alex
11: I am five two with shoes on. Okay,
4: with shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and so Marissa's just about five, right? Yeah,
11: yeah she's around uh, five foot. I don't think is it an issue? Is, is it a big
4: issue for women? I don't I th- think it's I is. think
11: if you're under six foot, men you are like, Oh, I'm you know, five ten and a half or mm-hmm. I'm almost five eleven. Yeah. But it, I found men six foot and above, they don't really, they just say I'm six foot yeah. or they feel like they don't have to say so it's anything. It's
12: the almost part they get to. But I think more men lie about their weight than height.
2: Actually, that's oh god, not the case. Yeah, yeah, we were let's reading go, a study this morning. Actually, said that men gen- they, they, they they don't lie as much. You know what they lie more about? <laughs> yeah, down there. Bro. There you go. Oh. Uh, ah. But not not length. Yeah. Weight. You- yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of the weight. Yeah.
6: It's <laughs> <laughs> like we're at a deli. or something. Exactly. Right?
4: <laughs> give me six pounds, <laughs> pounds of that.
11: Deli. Oh my god. Sliced thin.
4: <laughs> yes.
6: Very
11: See, thin. I was just lying about everything. Height. Basically,
13: yeah.
2: Absolutely. Hey, here's a weird question. Do women ever lie about their breast size? About you know like cup size oh. or anything like that. It's such, would, an, it's such an obvious though, right?
0: I mean, That's you can I kind think. of see
4: it. It's not you know, like
2: we're walking around with
0: well, our. You know how they lie is by, by wearing a padded bra. Yeah, I mean, like that they, they, they yeah. can yeah, embellish yeah. and actually it's fake right. it yeah. a little bit. No, no, yeah, you're going right. It. Yeah, so
11: do you feel like women have to disclose that that they're wearing a padded bra? Then I
4: don't think so. I think topless gets rid of that issue. Yeah.
11: Everybody's out here lying. Everybody
2: just wants to see better. All right, bye, bye, guys. We'll see you later. Oh, we got to go
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I used to make fun of one of my friends because she would claim that she was uh, a C cup. And I'm like, mm, mm. yeah, okay, sure you are.
0: Kath, I had a friend in high school, college, who always wear padded bra. And the reason that she did so was because her nipples were always hard. And it was just oh, one of yeah. those things where, like, she just yes. didn't want people to see it all the time. I, yeah.
2: I dated a girl that had uh, pretty... Voracious nipples,
0: <laughs> That's and a and
2: voracious, voracious <laughs> nipples. Yeah. Uh, she had to wear a pad of bra yeah. without question. I mean, they were just like, right? You know, they were out there <laughs> all the time, so uh, it does happen. Um, and she had small boobs too. But anyway. <laughs> um, you know what I want to do? Do we have a, a tape measure? I want to, I want to find out definitively how big your we are. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's that? How big your wiener is? Yeah, it? we <laughs> can do that too if you want. But uh, Marissa is going to go get one because I, I want to see. All I, right. You know, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Come
8: on! Come on! MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: All right. The keyword is friend. F-R-I-E-N-D. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, either on the contest page at WMMR.com or the MMR app, or you can text it to our special contest short code number, 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMRs get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com or wmmr details. Text the word FINALLY to 39333 and we will send you a link with the information. It's sponsored by Miniki by the way. So, the word is friend. Friend. F-R-I-E-N-D. Good luck to you.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All
2: right. It's brought to you by Monster Jam. The big leagues of monster truck competition comes to Lincoln Financial Field this Saturday, April 15th. Visit monsterjam.com for details. Uh, this is a crazy story. It started with a call from a fisherman who said that he saw what looked like a uh, looked to be a black jeep, virtually submerged yeah. in a large lake in Marion County, Texas. Not until later, after a tow truck came, did anyone realize someone was inside of it and they were still alive. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the captain, uh, Chuck Rogers, said we do not know how long the jeep was in the water. And that's just one of several questions that remain unanswered about the unusual case.
4: I, I just, I love this song.
2: Uh, after,
4: <laughs>
2: I just want to say, yeah. to Paradise by the Dashboard Light was... okay. What once you start, you know, you got to get to Phil Rizzuto. Uh After that initial call on Friday morning, it took deputies around 18 minutes to reach the scene. It took a little longer for a truck from a nearby wrecking service to arrive.
4: What's it going to be, boy?
2: Uh, the Jeep was far from the shore. It was about 40 feet out in the water. <laughs> Uh, The fisherman who called authority stuck around using his boat to help a tow truck worker get out of the jeep and hook up a tow cable. (laughs) Uh, He said it was at that time that they saw the woman inside the jeep. Uh, Abruptly, uh, what began as a salvage job became a rescue. The fisherman and tow truck driver helped get the woman out of the vehicle, pulling her into the fishing boat. Deputies called an ambulance. In the meantime, the woman was put in a car to keep warm, and she was later taken to the hospital. Her identity has not been released. Uh, The police said during the incident, it was determined the woman was listed as a missing person. From the Longview, Texas Police Department, she had been reported missing hours earlier at about 12.35 a.m. on Friday. Police said that they couldn't share any more details about the woman, the circumstances that may have led to her predicament. As far as how the Jeep came into the lake, uh, the department says that it hasn't turned up anything suspicious about the incident. The boat ramp the vehicle apparently used to drive into the lake... ...sits after a slight curve from a long and rough straight rural road. All right. So it's Possibly. possible that she ended up in there by accident. What? So with Jeep...
4: Yeah. You, a car goes into the water. Yep. Is there any make of
2: car that could, if not... That's almost airtight. Right. I don't know. I mean, Jeeps are, are pretty good at that. That's why I was wondering. Uh, because I, I've been to ones in water that have a snorkel on them... Right. ...all the way up to the window. Not, right. Not over the window... But all the way up to the window, and no water came into the cab. So, is there if, a vehicle if, that's if you've got a hard top and you've got everything rolled up? Yeah, yeah but they but also, then you run out of air. I mean, there's got to be a way to get air in yeah, you right? Know, it can't be airtight. But they also Jeeps are
7: known to have like good um, uh, drainage. Yes, you, know, yeah, but you need to drain
4: into something. If you if you're if, if you're mm-hmm. submerged in water or at least up to the top, you can't
2: drain into anything. That's wild. So, anyhow, yeah, amazing. I'm not really sure. All right. So, some other stories: a 78 year old woman with two past bank robbery convictions faces new charges after authorities allege that she handed a teller a note that said, "I didn't mean to scare you," during a recent Missouri heist. Mm. Uh, Bonnie Bonnie Gooch is uh, jailed. The Goocher. On $25,000 bond after she was charged one count of stealing or attempting to steal from a financial institution in the holdup. She was convicted of robbing a California bank in 1977 and one in Kansas City, uh, the suburb of Lee's Summit in 2020. Uh, The robbery note demanded $13,000 in small bills. I've got a gub. And it said, thank you, sorry I didn't mean to scare you. Surveillance video also captured her banging on the counter asking the teller to hurry up. Wow. Uh, She smelled strongly of alcohol when officers stopped her less than two miles away with cash scattered on the car's floorboard. Uh, The police... Chief said, it's just sad. He added that the suspect had no diagnosed ailments of any sort. Huh. And she was just a, a bank robber, a 78-year-old bank robber. Mm. Marissa brought in a tape measure. Very All cool. Right. We'll use that in a little bit. Yeah. All right. It's every parent's worst nightmare, a terrified call from your screaming child and a faceless kidnapper demanding a million dollars for their safe return. When Arizona mother Jennifer DiStefano De- Stefano. Received such a demand from her 15-year-old daughter Bree, this week, uh, she panicked, froze, and started thinking about how much she could afford to save her daughter's life. But only Brie wasn't gagged or on her way to Mexico as the voice had claimed she was on a she was safe on a ski trip, completely unaware of what was going on. So it's the latest danger to be posed by AI technology that now needs just three seconds of a sample to clone a person's voice and weaponize it against their nearest and dearest. Isn't that terrifying? Her daughter does not have any public social media accounts, but her voice can be heard on a handful of interviews carried out for school reports, her mom said. She said, I pick the phone, I hear my daughter's voice, and it says, Mom, and she's sobbing. And I said, what happened? She said, Mom, I messed up, and she was sobbing and crying. She then heard a man telling Bree to put her head back down and lie down. The man gets on the phone, and he said, listen here, I've got your daughter. This is how it's going to go down. You call the police, you call anybody, I'm going to pop her soul full of drugs. I'm going to have my way with her, and I'm going to drop her off in Mexico. And at that moment, she said she started shaking. In the background, she can hear, help me, Mom, please help me, help me, and bawling. And at first, he demanded a million dollars. When she said she didn't have the money, he lowered it to 50000 At the time of the call, Stefano was surrounded by other mothers at her daughter's dance practice. They called 911 Mm. while she was still on the phone with the scammer and also called her husband who verified that Bree was actually safe. Yes, rather than why are the funds? The scammer demanded to meet D Stefano in person and now she is warning other parents about the dangers of fast developing technology. She said it was it was completely her voice, it was her inflection, it was the way she would have cried. I never doubted for 1 second that it was her. That's the freaky part. That's really got me right to my now.
4: Core. So it could be a case also where they. Well, listen, th- th- this is a scam that's been going on quite a while. That this this backing up and, and making sure before you
2: wire money or anything, it's, uh-huh. you have to. Yep. All right. One last story. Sure. All right. So uh, in Oregon, uh, a on Friday, Lake Ridge Middle School was hosting a career day where parents and other community members could teach students about different jobs that they can pursue one day. Police said one of the presenters was 43-year-old Ellen Sallow. Uh, she was talking to a class when police say she got upset with the students, started swearing at them, and at one point slapped the student in the face. Okay. How can she slap? Okay. Luckily, the student is okay, and the school reported the incident to police. Uh, Sewa was uh, escorted from the school before police arrived, but she was later arrested for harassment and taken to the county jail. And I have no idea why she slapped. I know how she Uh,
8: slapped.
2: I don't know why (laughs) did she slap, but she slapped. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we have uh, roughly five minutes left for you to enter the word friend. F R I E N D. For MMR's concert cash, all right? And you can do it through WMMR.com or you can do it through your MMR app or you can text it to the special contest, short code number 45911, $1,000 in the MMRBQ tickets. All right, so friend is the word. Now, while you're done with that, just in case you don't win that, how about you win a case of beer? Yeah! I've got some wild nectar for caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a slightly sweet and incredibly easy drinking Gluten free hard juice that brings a rush of big, bold, fresh fruit flavor to every sip. It's available in three flavors passion fruit, lime, strawberry, guava. What was it? That's beer beer is good. Is good. Oh, and passion fruit, orange, mango. You can flip the can for that juice goodness. All right, so call number 14 215 263 WMMR. We'll be back in a second.
8: 933WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon, Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
15: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday,
7: June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team
15: WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling
7: apparel from Volley, and they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun- Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc. Because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
8: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly first. Quickly, Nick, you
0: wanted to plug uh, the Big Climb coming up. Yeah, we're really excited for it this year. Big Climb Philly benefits uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and I've done Big Climb in the past, and it's been in... Uh, a building in Center City. Uh, but this year, uh, it's at the Link, which I'm really cool. excited about. I got to go down to the Link yesterday. We did sort of a, a backstage tour and, and places of that building that I'd never been before and what the course is going to look like. And it's, um a, you know, a, a bunch of uh, stairs at the beginning and then basically up and down the stands as you go and, and sort of around the building in the lower concourse. Um, So it's May 6th. Uh, I would love for you to join Team Luke. Um, uh, My Luke, uh, my, my Luke, my nephew Luke is in uh, remission from leukemia. He's doing really well. Um, so, but LLS is just an awesome organization and, uh, and we'd love to have you be a part of team Luke. It's Saturday, May 6th. It's in the morning. All the information's up on my social media and on presidentsteve.com. Uh, but it's a, a great event and it's going to be really cool to have it at the link this year.
2: Nice. And you guys will be going up and down stairs yeah. as
0: opposed to just all the way up, right? There, there's a staircase in the, um, close to the, one of the main entrances that goes up, I think like five flights. And then, so we go up that and then we come down the ramps. And then we go up and down the stands quite a bit around the wow. little concourse. That's right? pretty cool. And then, nice. Oh, and then down into, like, the locker rooms and the tunnels and stuff. Oh. So you come out onto the field at the end of it. And, uh, Preston, I think you had an event there last year, right? And and, and Yes.
2: And, uh, it's with the uh, Take Steps uh, right. walk for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Yeah, yeah. and
0: it's, it's a cool place yeah. to have a charity event. So uh, I'm psyched that it's there this year. Excellent. All right. Well, good luck to you, sir. It's going to be awesome.
2: Um, I usually don't put a whole lot of stock in the National This Day, National That Day when it comes to food. Uh, because sometimes we find out, like, there's multiple ones. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's it's a bunch of crap. National yeah. Pancake Days and stuff like that, although we do talk about that one. But today is, it's National Grilled Cheese Day. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing.
4: I am a massive fan <laughs> of uh, of a good grilled cheese uh-huh. sandwich. We've talked about the pairing with uh, uh, tomato
2: basil soup, which Ooh. is one of my favorites. Uh, it's, when you get tomato yeah. soup and a good grilled cheese, that's about, you know, yeah. It's a great others, uh, snow great day activity. Yes. What was the name of the place that we had
4: um, meltdown? Meltdown. Oh man, yeah, yeah. mother of oh, God, man. they
7: were so good. The problem is that they were overpriced. Uh, you know what I mean? Because uh, they they were always the around the area. Yeah. And then I, I don't know if they're around that much anymore. But
2: I like I like uh, I like riffs on the grilled cheese. I mean, I do like the, the standard easy way to go is just uh, you know bread, yeah, butter, obviously to to you know grill it with. Uh, and and a, and a good cheese, even even just your standard American slices will work just yeah. fine. Uh, but if you if you throw in a little cheddar and stuff like that, it, it, it or Gouda, it can get much much better. Uh, but there's stuff you can add to it like pesto, yes. tomato.
9: Oh.
13: Oh,
2: yeah. oh, yeah.
7: There's a guy who comes to our show oh, oh, and he oh, lives. In Idaho, and I, we've talked about him before. He apparently has the greatest grilled cheese recipe of uh, all time. Liar! And he will not give it to me in writing. Really? Yeah, he wants me to call him so he can talk me through the steps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do it? No. no Why? No,
7: because I. it's not that good. You don't new, want I, to
2: give your phone number.
7: No, no oh, okay. not necessary, no, because I make a good grilled cheese. I don't. I don't need your help. All right, bro. What's your What's your grilled cheese? Listen, uh, the secret uh, ingredient is, is love. Is butter. Lots of butter. Okay. Yeah, it's just as simple as that.
4: So, uh, I'm going to mention a bit. The couch tomato has a grilled cheese sandwich that is uh, extraordinary, and it uses it. The toast is buttered.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. that's how you, that's that's what makes it different than being toasted. Making it grilled is you use uh, either some butter or oil, but well, butter is usually yeah, the yeah, way yeah. to go. So let me ask you this fundamental technique question when okay. it comes to grilled cheese Do you uh-huh. butter the bread? No. All right. How do that's, you do it? I do a straight up, uh, and first
7: of all, I have a griddle. So I, I like to get on the electric griddle rather right. than on the, the frying pan or whatever. But I take a. Huge pat of butter, and I stick that on the griddle, and I let that melt, there you but go. not all the way. Okay, you know, just yep. and, and then and then I I throw the the whole grilled cheese on that, and I spread it around. Then I take another pat of butter, and I put that on the top. I don't spread it, and then when it's time to flip it, I flip it, and I allow that to melt, and then I. Mix it around.
2: I was raised on buttering the bread. That yes, I, I'm down with that. You have to butter the bread. Yeah, but, but the tough part of that is when you put when you take butter and you spread it on on untoasted bread, it can sometimes tear the bread a little bit, a little bit, and you lose a little bit of your um uh a uh, little bit of your integrity and your sh- cohesion. Damage. Yeah. So
7: what they do a lot of times on these uh, Grateful Dead fish uh, lots is they'll uh, have a paintbrush and they will take already melted butter and they will. Spread it with the, with the
2: paintbrush, and yeah. that's and that's
7: yep. how they that's apply a great that way well. to do
2: it too. If you, if you have the time to melt the butter butter ahead of time and mm-hmm. take a brush and brush it onto the bread, that's probably the best technique. But I have come around on throwing the butter onto the warm skillet, yeah. and then putting the bread on top of that. But then you have the the mystery of that other side. Uh, you you do F- F- it off, do, and then you throw down more butter and let that melt or do your technique where you put it on ahead of time. Yeah, I put that pad of butter. And, yeah, and it's a big old pad. <laughs> do you guys oh. remember a uh, a butter campaign that was give them a little pad of butter? Give them that pad. Yes, butter. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Give a little pad butter. Mm-hmm
0: just made me think of is that. Want-
4: There's the, the theme song to Law and Order SVU. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that yeah. initially. Yeah. Like, wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> I have a technical question. Yes. Uh, Wawa has a campaign right now for these grilled paninis. Oh, my God. My daughter loves them. Right. And and they look terrific. <laughs> they look like they're a lot. Yeah. One of the grilled paninis is grilled with mac and cheese. That's her favorite. Okay. Is that a grilled cheese sandwich? Ooh. Mm. Yeah.
2: No, it's a, Wait a second. It's a. would um, call it a grilled. Well, it's not grilled because it's... It's a panini. Well, well, it, it depends
7: it's on. It's not ciabatta. It's
2: panini. <laughs> right, I know, but uh, it depends on whether they they butter the or 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 use oil to uh, you know. I have a follow up question now. There's there's. Yeah. I, know, I know they put it in a, in a panini press. Maybe that is considered that because
0: it it may be a grilled cheese with pasta. That's kind of what I'm thinking you now. Uh, do you think follow up question? Wawa would send us some so we could sample <laughs> it. <more. laughs> well, Probably. a panini a panini press is a. It's kind of a grilled cheese, right?
5: No, it's a whole
3: different sandwich. It's a panini.
4: Now, let me ask you guys this because <laughs> <Says> Master <laughs> Chef. Panini. Master Chef Kathy Romano. Um panini? just a few years
7: ago, three, four years ago, I came to this this amazing this country. revelation uh, of um using leftover meatballs and uh, I make a a grilled cheese meatball sandwich. Now, I, I don't necessarily consider it a meatball-first sandwich. I consider it a grilled cheese sandwich first. With meatballs. So. With meatballs. Because what I'll do is I, I cut up the meatballs, I cook them in the microwave, then I put them on, um, you know, the, the cheesed bread, but I use provolone cheese, and then I use the, um, the sauce to taste, not overly sauce it. But mm-hmm. like sauce to taste, and then I grill that with the, with the butter and all that. And it, I'm That's... telling you, it is amazing. Here, here's what
4: I'm thinking: I'm thinking the way to get creative with grilled cheese is using the different types of cheese. Once you start to add in elements like meat, yeah, it's you're, maybe you're on your way to a cheeseburger.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, Steve. I I think it takes it. So it's a meatball
7: sandwich and not a grilled cheese sandwich. I think
2: so. I think that that once you add meat, that's the main ingredient. That has become the main ingredient. The cheese needs to be the star. The cheese needs to be the star. Thank you very much. You don't have (laughs) to. That's the name of my book.
4: (laughs) And tell us about your book, The Cheese Needs to Be the Star. (laughs) Well, it's uh, really pretty much a look back at my career in
0: radio. (laughs) Preston, have you seen the number of texts coming in saying that uh, one should use mayo instead of butter? There's and a, a
7: guy on the line, right? or girl. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. it.
2: I
0: I have not uh, dared. Come on. To I try rebuke
7: it. you. No. I have
2: not dared to try it, but I, that is a technique. So we're gonna we have a few people. Let me go to All Dave right. here. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Dave?
12: Not much. Yeah, uh, mayo. Mayo is it. It doesn't tear the bread like butter would, and it fries up crisp.
2: Well, mayo is is also. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a wholly like, different flavor than butter, though. It would, ma- <sighs> you know what I mean? I would have to try it. Honestly, yeah. I'll yeah. do it today. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to try. it. So because I like. It, it's odd because Steve, I, I do like mayonnaise, but the idea of of searing it like that seems kind of gross. There are me. a lot of eggs in mayo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, eggs and oil.
4: Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. It, you got the both ingredients. Yeah. It, you know, if I would there's have no to eggs try it. butter. Ooh.
2: There's no eggs in butter and you though.
4: Can't tune a fish
2: if you yeah. don't tune your butt you know i, I don't
4: know.
7: dated a girl for a hot minute who they made their french uh toast with Thanks, cheese Dave. and so now i'm wondering if you if you were to make a grilled cheese and then kind of coat everything in the egg wash how said a
2: monte cristo sandwich is okay. made that way right. it's a uh, french uh, french toast and then in between is uh cheese and like you know turkey and then apple slices what, they, okay. what would
4: yeah. they do casey
2: um, she
7: would make, and I never had it. Uh, we didn't date long enough for me to try her. Yeah. <laughs> but they would do their French toast. Are you chasing toast. my
4: daughter's sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> they would do French toast with cheese. French toast with cheese? Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that. Mm. Huh. I don't,
7: well, not with syrup. I mean, but if it was a grilled cheese, like French toast, style, I'd do that. All
2: right, hang on. i want to go to Jenna because she does the, the mayo technique as well. Hi, Jenna. Good morning. How are you doing? Wonderful. All right, Jenna, what is it that's so much better uh, with mayonnaise instead of butter?
5: It's just the flavor of it. I don't know. I grow, grew up eating mayonnaise on every single sandwich, and my son likes just cheese sandwiches with mayonnaise, and it's easier just to throw it in the, the frying pan and say, hey, here's a grilled cheese. And uh, he's not a big fan of butter, so that was the big difference there. Okay. But you can also use bacon grease. Um, I don't know if Kathy remembers the and Cafe that was on Fan Street. Um, I worked there all through college and everything, and we used to use bacon grease for our
2: grilled cheeses too. That's a great idea. We yeah. used to save our bacon grease yeah. when and, I was a kid growing up. Drink yeah. it in the morning. No, Dude. we would not <laughs> drink it in the morning, but we could use it to to as a base to to cook things with a lot of you know shortening or uh, it was a know, standard. Lard we, we had or whatever. We, we had
4: those jars, yeah. mason jars. Of, yeah. Yes, that's what we keep so it. Was a it. Standard. Well, like an old yeah. jelly jar, or yep. something like that. And yeah. my yeah. mother used to hollow out a bagel and keep her birth control pills. Oh in my heart. god! Oh my god! So unique. It's just a thing you used to do. Yeah. Okay. That's Southern.
7: Did you, okay, uh, this is a two-part question, and uh, what are your thoughts on mustard, whether it be yellow mustard or, or spicy mustard, on mm-hmm. your grilled cheese, and what do you consider a ham and, uh, grilled ham and cheese? Is that still grilled cheese, or are we going into the other two? Okay.
4: You're raising a good point with the ham inclusion. I still believe that the cheese, uh, as per Preston's best-selling novel, yeah. the cheese is the star.
2: yeah <laughs> I, I would never say that, I would never say a grilled cheese with ham. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd right. say it's a grilled ham and cheese. Exactly. So ham takes top billing. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's a grilled it does, cheese anymore.
7: It does take top billing,
2: but you have yeah. to do that with mustard, right? Grilled ham and cheese you you
7: with
4: sure.
0: mustard. Yeah. yeah.
4: You don't have to be a star to be in my sandwich. No. Um. And you know what's
2: oddly as good on that? Is a little bit of pineapple. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh-huh. believe it or not. I yeah. I should probably try that today, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah.
7: <laughs> See if Wawa can do that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, I'll I'll ask you a question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think mustard with a a grilled cheese can be good. Yeah. But it's great all by itself.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Absolutely. 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 Spicy brown, though, right? I could do either, but I prefer spicy brown. Especially if Hammond's
2: involved. I'm going with Casey's uh, (laughs) uh, take on that. Yeah. Uh,
7: What are your thoughts on... (sighs) I'm sorry to do this. Grilled peanut butter and jelly. No. Because I know we're talking about
4: grilled cheese. That's like that's like 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 a hot pocket and I, I i would
2: I would say on uh, uh, a back to hell demon, go suck it yeah. No. Really? No, I, I, the idea of that. No, It's not
4: that's even that's not a cheese at all. It's not, it's not cheese. It's, it's not, not certainly. You know what? It's not. In it's fact, not a
2: full traditional turkey dinner. I find it disrespectful <laughs> that on National Grilled Cheese yeah. Day that yeah. you would even raise that yeah. question.
7: I am. I'm begging for your forgiveness.
4: Why <laughs> did you go into a, like a synagogue and say, "What if Jesus was"? <laughs> <the> son- <laughs> all right, hang
2: you on. don't do that. We we are overrun yeah. with mayonnaise uh, yeah. phone calls. Uh, do we go in depth? Do we do go a current affair on this? Well, Jared had a, a moment at a restaurant. Hi, uh, okay. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jared. You're on the air. Good morning.
12: You guys rocked. Thank oh! you,
2: man. All right. What is uh, What's the the incident that happened with the mayonnaise?
12: So I used to run a restaurant back in the day, and they were getting really behind, and it was like a Girl Cheese Day that we were doing. Mm-hmm. So I got back there, and we had like fresh turned butter. So I was like real soft. Well, I messed up and I put mayo on all these grilled cheeses, oh my God. put them down, sent them out. Well, end ended up coming back and they were like, oh, like they were the best grilled cheese we ever had. Come to find out, I put mayo on all of them. All of so them. So that actually became hmm. our biggest seller.
4: So that was your signature grilled cheese sandwich was prepared with mayo. Uh, to your own personal taste, do you like it better?
12: Uh, I, I See, I wouldn't say it's better but it gives it a bite like you use it with like cooper sharp cheese like it's it's completely different huh. so like we did we did a different thing we actually did a condiment grilled cheese so if you wanted mustard on it we actually did mustard on the grill and that hardens up real nice it gets a real <clears throat> a Wait. real crispy bite
2: on the outside of it you did mustard and then grilled it
12: yep And it actually comes out really good. Cray, cray! All right, interesting.
4: I'm concerned now about the the number of restaurants that are bringing sandwiches like this to us, (laughs) and what that will do. We We need to spread it out. Too many. We need really.
2: All right, so uh, Stephen actually sent me a few grilled cheese from uh, Food Network, uh, grilled cheese uh, recipes. And there's a few of them here that that I've done before and like to have from time to time. Grilled tomato and cheese, I think, is a great (laughs) one. That's a
4: standard, and
7: I I do love that one. Well, Um, now now the tomato is taking top billing there, Preston. No, no. You said well, you're right. Cheese.
2: It says grilled tomato and cheese. I would say I would call it a grilled cheese tomato. with tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly. There is a, a grilled cheese with bacon. You can put it on there. And that's grilled cheese with bacon. Which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> cheddar and apple grilled cheese. All right. Wow. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, because if you ever bacon. have, <laughs> like, apple slices and, and cheese together, yeah. that's, you know, or fruit and cheese, that can work out Makes it nicely. healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A uh, sandwich you can eat on the run: yeah. smoked gouda and roasted red pepper grilled cheese. Do oh, oh. I like gouda? You I like do. Gouda, yeah. You like gouda a lot. All right. You know. Um, you know you'll find good gouda, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a story in a bizarre file okay. with Abu Dhabi coming up. <laughs> I'm everywhere. thinking a grilled brie. Yeah,
7: yeah. Would be yes.
2: Yummy. I've you know, had it. A, a grilled ham and brie. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Oh, on a baguette. Oh my,
13: oh,
4: my God. My, so Nick, my wife makes a, um, uh, it's an app, an app she'll put out at parties, but it's, it's it's brie and it's grilled in, or it's baked in like a
0: challah. Uh, like a uh, baked brie? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And it gets all runny and it And there's a little
4: bit of raspberry or something, to Yeah, it's, but you know
2: what, Steve? It's got that protective shell on the outside. And it stays, it gives it cohesion. God mm. bless that shell. Hang on a second here. Let me go to uh, Garrett has a recipe. Uh, Hi, Garrett. Good morning.
12: Yo, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. (laughs) Nah, brother. What's up? Yeah, so check it out. So uh, a couple years ago, I was getting creative in the kitchen, and, you know, I was making a grilled cheese, and I was like, you know what? I want to get a little creative here. So I scratched the cheese entirely, and I had some leftover buffalo chicken dip from the football game before, (laughs) and I spread that on there, just made it like a normal grilled cheese. Actually, the same way Casey does. Like, I take the slab of butter, throw it down, and I kind of, like, mush it around a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, throw it around. But, dude, I'm telling you, that is a banging sandwich.
2: I love buffalo. I guess buffalo chicken dip has cream cheese in it, so that's... Technically, in the cheese family. Well, we
12: throw some uh, cheddar cheese in our buffalo chicken dip too, so kind of okay. We get in. There. S- speaking
4: of someone who has um, interesting thing now here. about one hundred and sixty packets of star kissed <laughs> buffalo. Uh, I love, I love that buffalo tuna. But the, the buffalo tuna is great. Um, the the buffalo dip in in oh, it, dip, every application that yeah. buffalo flavor whatever yeah. it is you said it has cream cheese in it. I
2: didn't know that uh, the dips usually okay do. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: yeah delicious uh, I will say that. Uh,
7: Panera they um sometimes can hit or miss on some of their things, but consistently their tomato soup and their grilled
4: cheese is good so i agree what what's the new <laughs> wh- what what? <laughs> what what what's the new sandwich that they're um the Panera does they mention a type of pepper? In, it's like a... Preciate um, pepper? It, it's, you, know ta- you know what I'm talking Gosh, about? You Have you seen the thing? Is it's, it so like new, like... it's like a new, like a Mediterranean...
2: You know what, Steve?
0: They should probably send us samples. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, I'm intrigued. Yes, it, it's uh, a new thing that they're pushing. It a got... poblano pepper, would it? No, oh. uh, I don't know.
4: Uh, but it, it is a red pepper that apparently has this incredibly exotic, wonderful taste.
7: Okay, wait, mm. wait, like a vegetable or like the crushed red pepper?
0: A no, I like a, a vegetable. vegetable. Pepper. Side note: uh, stuffed
7: peppers, fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah big fan. Yeah, well, like, well we should have a restaurant, call
4: it no, listen, uh, it's sort of offensive that you bring it up on grilled cheese day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. you're right. I mean,
2: I said side notes. Stay in your lane, buddy. <laughs> All right, roasted poblano and mushroom grilled cheese. No poblano. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah.
4: I like a poblano.
2: I do like poblano. I, I uh, like it the poblano. <laughs> I like saying poblano. <laughs> Fun syllables. I can you know you know the a, village of Do you know what a smoked poblano is? Mm. An ancho chili. Oh. If you ever see ancho chili. I don't know. Ancho, ancho cheese. cheese. Smoked. It's like yeah. I believe Ancho it. cheese.
7: Wait, so it's the same thing?
2: <laughs> it's the same thing, but it's smoked. It's prepared differently, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, oh, here, this one sounds interesting. Grilled cheese with everything bagel seasoning. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wait, in or on? Don't know. I'd, um, I, I would have to click on the recipe and it would take me off of this. I, this is just the names of them. I, so I think it's
0: at uh, Trader Joe's you can get the seasoning that's just called everything but the bagel. Yep. And it's uh, terrific. Yep. Yes, so, I agree. But um, one of
2: the best,
4: um, so there was a, uh, maybe you've had it as well, Nick, over at Harvest. Uh, they would do like a cedar plank um, salmon, but they would it would be crusted with the everything bagel uh, crust. I love a crust. <sighs> oh,
2: yeah. Uh, grilled cheese. Look
4: at me bringing that up on, on Grilled Cheese Day.
2: Yeah, spicy grilled cheese. Okay, so oh, you can yeah. use you know like a, a jalapeno or a uh, pepper, cheddar, pepper jack or something. Or pepper jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: No, but I'll do like a diced jalapeno. Okay. We actually. Uh, oh God, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing the Casey thing, and I'm not going to do it now.
2: <laughs> you were going to go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My refrigerator's Well, closed. now I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay.
7: Well, good. Because this is, uh, we, uh, my wife made hash brown casserole last night for dinner.
2: This is a recipe that we shared with Casey's family. Okay. And oh. it's oh, amazing. It. Mm-hmm. And I
7: was really digging it. And I thought, ooh, you know what would be really great in this? Diced jalapenos. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Right. Did yeah, you? I agree. Uh, I did not, but I put some hot sauce in it. Is there, there cheese in that? Quitos.
0: What's that? Is there cheese in that Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cheese so, like, It's a part of this conversation. Yeah. By default.
2: Uh, here's another recipe, Brussels sprouts and bacon grilled cheese.
0: Maybe uh, I
2: do You know what I do,
4: boy, I boy, do boy. love though uh,
10: I like brussels sprouts I love yeah.
2: baked brussels sprouts yeah. and, and bacon or pancetta with brussels sprouts is usually quite lovely Oh yeah, absolutely And, and all of you will be farting in about a half hour <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hang on, let me go to uh, Let's see, where was it Yeah, let me go to Doug Because he's got a technique It's National Grilled Cheese Day, by the way We usually don't talk about the National Food Days But I mean, it's Grilled Cheese yeah. Hey Doug, you're on the air, good morning Morning. What's up, bud? All right. So I started making this when I was working at a fresh restaurant, a fresh
6: restaurant.
0: Because um, I, I couldn't get to the, I couldn't get to the burner. The so. Was it a fresh restaurant or a French, a French oh, restaurant? French, okay.
6: A French restaurant. It's oh, <laughs> hard to say. The man. Fresh Restaurant of yeah, Bel de- <laughs> All right. Uh, but, so I couldn't get to the cooktops, and I was in charge of the boiler. So you butter the bread. You stick it in, bread butter side up, and you grill it until it's golden brown. Okay. And you flip it over. You put your cheese on, and you heat it until it's bubbling and starting to turn brown. Okay. So he's saying
4: I, that makes sense. Yeah.
6: Okay. You know, then you put it together. But lately, I've been so as that's working in the oven, I'll cook a couple slices of pancetta, and if I use Swiss extra sharp cheese. Um, you put them together, so you have the sharpness of the cheese, and then you have the saltiness of the pancetta. It's oh, awesome.
7: I hate Swiss it. cheese so much. Okay, I, I hate it with um with a white. hot a
2: nice, it's a nice crispy. You know, and I I like right, that Doug. I right, will right, try cool. that technique, the oven technique. Thank you. So you hate Swiss cheese? I hate Swiss cheese almost it. as much as I hate sharks.
4: I love Swiss cheese. In wow. fact, I I'll go to the finest fresh restaurant yeah. in town. <laughs> no,
2: and the the. the <laughs> and they uh uh I've had a grilled swiss cheese sandwich it ain't bad. Yeah, if you uh, like if you if you do swiss and cheddar together I think it's great. Yeah, it's and fine. Good, I think a three cheese thing 3 yeah. cheese mix is pretty awesome. I don't know that about you about uh, swiss cheese. Yeah, wow. just um, ham and swiss is like a that's a standard.
4: Really? Oh, yeah. Turkey wow. Swiss. I, lo-
0: I love a good yeah. Swiss. My uh, Andrea hates it, too. She yeah. can't stand Swiss cheese. And I get in trouble sometimes for bringing it home. I'm like, no, I love Swiss cheese. Sometimes I feel like... Uh... Did you bring Swiss <laughs> home again? <laughs> yeah. Because she feels like... the Because she's such a cheese lover. Yeah. Which I find Cheese lover. Well, she loves mm-hmm. she loves all cheeses yeah. except Swiss, and it I'm like sort yeah, of I, arbitrary. You're kind of missing out. Not yeah. everything in
7: the fridge has to be for you. <laughs> I get mad at my all wife right.
0: for putting white claw on the
2: fridge. I'm like,
11: God damn it!
2: One more quick call. We're gonna have to take a break because uh, we have guests <laughs> lining up. So I'm gonna go to Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. We're
2: happy to have you, Alicia. What's up?
5: Thanks. So I own a restaurant in Chalfont called Ember Smokehouse and Tap. And we have a three by three grilled cheese. I don't believe you unless
7: you bring it here (laughs) right now.
5: I'm going. I will bring it. Uh, Go ahead. I will bring it to you guys. And the Brussels sprouts. We have Brussels sprouts. I can bring those too.
4: Explain (laughs) your sandwich fully. What what is your What is your premium grilled cheese sandwich?
5: So it's a three by three grilled cheese. It's got three different kinds of cheeses, and then I know the meat gets top billing on this, but it has pulled pork, bacon, and pork belly, and we serve it with a tomato bisque.
4: Could you call that, though, wait, Preston, would that? Would you call that a grilled cheese sandwich, or would you call that a... I'd call it a, so here's call the loophole. It a pork
2: sandwich with cheese. cheese on it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Here's the loophole. What? We don't call it a grilled cheese, but it has grilled cheese, and the loophole is that it's a three-by-three. Three. So Should- you can... Say that it's the three cheeses first, or you can say that it's
2: the three porks are first. Uh, all, right. all right, so all right. you you are you, looking for wiggle room. It sounds delicious. I think you're
5: a little
4: over yeah. the
2: boundary, but I mean, I would certainly, I'm sure it's a you fantastic. Should it. I should probably
13: not on National Grilled Cheese
5: Day. I'm sure yeah. it's a
2: fantastic sandwich. Well, interesting. All right. Well, thank you, Alicia. We appreciate Absolutely.
5: that. Absolutely.
2: We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right take very care. Cool. All right. By the way, bon, up, bon appetit's best grilled ever grilled cheese. And then we got to take a break. Marissa just brought this to me. What is it? Uh, it's Bon Appetit's, Okay. Best Ever Grilled Cheese. Uh, butter goes in the pan, not on the bread. Chicken in the bread pan. To ensure golden, not burned toastiness, the exterior of the sandwich should be slicked with mayo, ah. which has a higher smoke point than butter and possesses ah. the combined browning power of oil and egg yolks. So, uh, okay, so now I, I absolutely have to try the mayo yeah. grilled it says, cheese. When mayo slicked bread, now it's saying you don't cake it with mayonnaise. Right. You just put a little bit on there, and then you, you put it on the butter. <laughs> and when the mayo slicked bread meets buttered pan, that's when the magic truly begins. Interesting. Opting for a cheese that melts well is paramount. American is the meltingest, meltiest cheese there is, but a young cheddar cheese works well too. And brings deeper flavor If you want to go off script uh, Stick to a soft or semi-soft cheese Their high moisture content means That they're especially adept on, at turning molten Once the sandwich is in the pan Pressing down with a spatula is helpful For achieving even toasting And for encouraging bread and cheese to meld together But don't be overzealous This is not a smashed cheese sandwich Cut the sandwich diagonally uh-huh. Thank you yes. uh, And it says it's official Sandwiches cut this way actually taste better so I love it.
4: That's uh, great. Are right. you gonna try the mail thing?
2: Yeah, I'll yeah, give it a shot. yeah I'm gonna I'm yep, gonna have to try I, it. I, I, I think I'd, I'd rather than be you know, I'd rather try before I deny. Yeah. You know, so did you just look that up? No, it's actually from Stranger Things vol uh season four. <laughs> Argyle says that. All right, anyhow, uh it's National. uh uh, grilled cheese days. So enjoy, dear friend. Enjoy. So hug a veteran. All right, we yeah please. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Uh, we're going to take a break because we have two guests coming up. Uh, one is uh, going to bring some oddities in for us yes. for the World Oddities Expo this weekend, and the other is going to be appearance, uh, being making appearance for the 20th anniversary of Napoleon Dynamite, Uncle yeah. Rico himself. Twenty oh. years. John Grice is going to be joining us. So we'll be back with those
1: guys. Stay with us. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333.
9: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding! Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Um, we're scheduled to have uh,
0: John Grise on. What's the? Uh... I don't know. Uh, he okay. confirmed yesterday, and uh, so I just texted him and asked uh, if he's ready to go, and haven't heard back yet. So okay, we do have a backup plan. Plays
2: Uncle Rico in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. There's a an event coming up at the Keswick Theater on Sunday. I'm going to give him just a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, and uh, otherwise we'll move on to our next guest we who, can flip. Who, who is promptly arrived and yes. ready to go, but we'll, we'll give uncle Rico just a moment here or yeah. Laszlo or whatever you want to call him, <laughs> you know, uncle uh, Rico. but I have a moment to, uh, I have a couple things that, that can kill a little bit of time if we All need right. it. I did get a follow-up, uh, email from uh, a guy named John Green, uh, concerning, uh, dingus day, yeah, uh, the day after which is Easter under. Monday, the yeah. day after Easter is a Polish I don't know if you call it a holiday or what. Well, but Bill Weston knew about it out of he Buffalo. Did, yeah, yeah they said Polish Ukrainian. Um, did they? Yeah, watch well, what you said on uh, Monday. I think they were in. in well, anyhow, ah, it, it, it's a, it's a thing. I wish they all could be Polish Ukrainian girls. And I got this email from John. He says, "Hey guys, I thought you might find this interesting and timely. I live in Bangkok, hmm. and Dingus Day made me think of something called uh, something called Songkran." Songkran. Which is this Thursday, the 13th to Saturday. And tradition is, the tradition is uh, water games. People walk around with super soakers and have water fights. But it's a little bit like the dingus element of throwing water on people. Because throwing water yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of dingus day. Uh, and he said, in 2019, when I was here for Songkran, uh, was the last water games because of COVID. You usually won't get shot if you don't have a gun but I did get soaked anyway. Who cares? It's supposed to be 99 on Thursday and 100 on Friday. You know what
4: they adopted? What they adopted the methodology that Predator uses. Remember, Predator wouldn't come after you if you didn't have a weapon. <laughs> That's right. That's probably where they got it from. Mm-hmm.
2: Predator wouldn't come after you if you didn't have a weapon. Right.
4: If you had a weapon, if you were coming, at, at, remember, in like in the first one, he had to see a weapon, or, or in other words, um, some kind of threat. Th- the, the woman starts to pick up a machete or something, and they, no, 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 no. And
2: uh, that, yeah. Oh God, I don't remember that. I guess it wasn't worth his time. It was It didn't seem like sport. Yeah. If if it wasn't, if you didn't it didn't have. It's a like fighting putting meatballs chance. on a grilled cheese sandwich. It's yeah. a lot yeah. like Just that. Don't do it. All right, our guest's on the line, ready to go. Nice. Uh We're excited to talk to him. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary of Napoleon Dynamite. That absolutely blows my. Mind. That tweaks my melon Yeah. because uh, it does not seem like it's that long ago. But what a, what a great movie. And, Nick, you've actually been to an event where uh, some of the cast of Napoleon Dynamite have been for Q&A.
0: Yeah, John Heater and Efren Ramirez were at the one that I went to a few years ago. And uh, they're it's really fan-friendly, and they love talking about the movie, which is cool.
2: So John Heater and Efren Ramirez will be at this event this Sunday at 7.30 at the Keswick Theater for Napoleon Dynamite, a conversation with... And also joining them will be our guest who is on the line now. What is this? Oh, <laughs> call with the music. Uh, he played Uncle Rico, amongst other great roles. Please welcome Mr. John Grimes hey. to the show today. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, hey. Hi, guys. How's it going? We're doing great, man. Thanks for joining us today. Sure, sure. Hey, and, and congratulations. Before we get into uh, Napoleon Dynamite, White Lotus, amazing, fantastic. Uh, that's that's. You must be so happy uh, how well that was received. Oh,
6: it's a great. It's such a great show. You know, sometimes you, you you get lucky enough to get into a show that not only is it a great show, but it's uh, it's people find it. You know. Yeah. So, sometimes you you can do stuff that nobody ever finds. You know, I was on a show uh, on Adult Swim called Dream Club LLC yep. for three seasons. And we, you know, I love that show, but it just never, it never really caught fire. I think there was about 14 people that saw it.
2: <laughs> well, you have
4: had, you've had like a 50-year career. You you were uh, 11, I think. You are in a, a film, uh, Will Penny with Charlton Heston. Uh, your, your dad I was, had-
6: I was nine. Nine.
4: Oh, my God. So, uh, so, so you've been working for a long time. And then the whole story about your association with Napoleon Dynamite, at that point in your career... You had kind of made the conscious decision to step away from acting and, and concentrate more on writing, correct?
6: Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, and so and so, how how and it was sort of like a weird industry bank shot that got you into consideration for Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite,
6: right? Yeah. Well, you know, Jory White, who cast Napoleon Dynamite, had called me, and uh, he wanted me to. You know, he couldn't believe that I was quitting, and I was like wait, you see something I sure don't. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
13: uh,
6: I was like, yeah, I'm trying to do a paradigm shift here. I just want to do something different. And he, um, he was casting a film called the big empty. Actually, he'd, he'd already cast it and, and an actor had dropped out of it. The film with the uh, Kelsey Grammer and John Favreau and Daryl Hannah. And so, I said, you know, if it does it pay, I'll come and do it. <laughs> <laughs>
13: <laughs>
6: I hadn't worked in a little while. It had been about eight months or 10 months since I'd last worked because I, I was writing. And I just said, yeah, I'll come. You know, I'll make a couple of bucks, right? And then the film was a lot of fun to work on. And then I came back, uh, you know, back to the, the drawing board, so to speak. And then uh, about, I don't know. Four months later, the phone rang again, and it was like, uh, hey, we're doing this film, you know? And uh, I was like, oh, let me read it. And I, you know, I read the first 15 pages. I called him back. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. Wow.
0: John, I I, I saw an interview yesterday with Eddie Murphy where he talked about when making a movie, um, you don't always know in the middle of making the movie if it's a good film or not, but you do know if it's a bad movie. And I'm curious as to what your impression was while you were in the middle of making Napoleon Dynamite because it is so odd. And it it, it took a while, kind of like White Lotus actually, to find an audience. But then once it did, it just really became this cult hit. So what what were your impressions while in the middle of it?
6: Oh, no, I think we all... um we all felt that the film was special. We we really did. In fact, you know, as funny story, a, 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 a couple of people I know who are in distribution in, in L.A. I called them and, and I said, "I'm I'm working on this little indie film, and I think I think somebody's going to want to get this movie. I mean, this film could make a couple million dollars. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
13: a couple million.
6: Yeah, you know." So uh, And they were all like, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, you know, like just uh, a couple of them didn't even call me back. In fact, w- one of them later said, she will never not take my call again. <laughs> <laughs>
13: <That's
2: funny. laughs> uh, you know, John, I'm curious how often you hear this because my uh, initial reaction to Napoleon Dynamite was, I didn't, I didn't get it. Uh, I was like, this is uh, okay, this is too weird for me. This is offbeat, a little avant garde, a little, you know, odd. And uh, upon subsequent viewings, it became laugh out loud, hilarious for me, which is, uh, uh, I think, a sign of a movie that's got legs. It's the Adam
4: McKay thing we talked yeah. about. You see, And you're like, oh, my God, this is great. Do people
2: mention that to you? Is that, is that a common refrain? Okay,
6: yeah. Oh, yeah, all, all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, it, it, just, it just was one of those things. And, and, I mean, I think that's why the film, to, to this day, here we're doing these screenings, And people are coming, and they're coming in droves. I mean, you know, we Mm -hmm. just did three different cities in Texas, and I mean, we were sold out 1,300, 1,400 seats, you know. Uh, Uh, And I think it's just that I think there's something, there's a spirit in this film that people just really embrace. And there's mm a, you know, we, we live in crazy times, and this film has a kind of simplicity and and inclusiveness, uh, and it engenders kind of a, a, a you know a positivity that I think that somehow people uh, really cleave on to. You know? Well,
4: yeah, yeah, it's an underdog story, and uh, what I loved is, and, and you can tell me if this is not true, it's, it might be just part of a uh, false legend, that the director-writer, the, uh, Jared Hess, described Uncle Rico as part David Hasselhoff, Burt Reynolds, and Elvis. <laughs>
6: that, that's from when he said, that was like his first thing he said to me, and I said, say no
2: more. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. How did much, uh, I'm sorry, no, Stephen, I mean to interrupt. How much uh, latitude were you given in, in improvisation, or was it mainly this is how, you know, th- these are the lines, or did you have some freedom?
6: This that's really important and I I, we really emphasize this whenever we talk about this this movie this screenplay written by Jared Hess and his wife Jerusha Hess they both sat there together and wrote it was so freaking perfect that you didn't want to improvise in fact there was one actor that came on board and I'm not going to mention their name because it could be a woman Uh, it could be a man uh, who. Uh, was only for a very short time who tried to start, you know, who, who was trying to, you know, zhuzh up their part, whatever they do. You know, they trying to add little more, throwing little ad-libs. And I could see, you know, Jared was very young when we were making this movie. I think he had his 23rd birthday while we were making this film. And, and I could see the tension in his neck, you know. And I yeah. stood up and I walked over and I said, D- do you want me to say something to keep this in line? And he goes, would you please? (laughs) And I walked over and I said, just follow my lead and please don't say anything. We're not improvising on this at all. we are just stick to the script. Let's just go with the script. And, you know, and this person was like totally amenable to it. You know, I understand that, you know, people sometimes come and they want to add more things to it. And especially that they hadn't been on set and worked with us and had, you know, hadn't really seen how this was going. Um, But, but yeah, we we really stuck to this to this script. It was there was very very little improvisation. I well, John- uh, you know
4: what I would say this though, and I think this is what you you and and Heater and 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 uh, 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 Ramirez, Ramirez yeah. uh, uh, you you like take for example the classic one of your you know, multitude of classic lines and moments, and Uncle Rico wanting to throw the football, or betting he could throw the football over the mountain range. Uh, you. You're- what you do facially is like, <laughs> like you're looking off into the distance and you convey yeah. with the subtlety. I, I, I know I'm full of BS, but I kind of think I could do it still,
13: yeah. you
4: know, and that's that's a subtle thing. And everyone brings that because it, it is a lower key movie in many aspects. You know, yeah. the characters are all metered to some level. But what you guys did within that within that, the, your various lanes was fantastic.
6: You know, it, it was really amazing how how it all came together that way. I feel like I feel like every you know every role in that movie is just to to me perfection. You yeah. Know? Uh, I mean, even the 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 uh, the kid who pushes him into the locker. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that that guy. You know, his name is Bracken. He was like went to high school with Jared Hess's brother, younger brother, and that's what he did. Oh, no. And they just said, that's who he was. And they just said, why don't we just get him to be the guy that he always was? <laughs> it's the douchebag. It's perfect. And they, were like, and they were like, yeah, and we'll just pay him and chips and
0: Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> John, I'll, t- I'll tell you how lasting the movie is and, and how much your impression uh, and your-, your role in the movie has made over the years. When all... Go back and watch other shows, or see you in White Lotus, or, or see you on Lost, or even you know I think you had a bit role on Seinfeld once, and then you see that again, you say, oh, did you know that that's Uncle Rico? <laughs> and that, that's not at all disrespect to you. It's just um, what an iconic role Uncle Rico was the first time around. Does that make sense? Oh, I, I,
6: sure. I don't. I don't. I have. I don't think it's disrespectful. Uh, I although I, I what, my part in Seinfeld wasn't a bit part. I mean, there was two of them, two episodes. Maybe you missed the other one. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it was Rusty the Bum. You were Rusty the Bum.
6: Yeah, I was Rusty the Bum. Uh-huh. Um, no, no, in, in all truth, no. It, it, um, it, No, it never bothers me. Never, never. In fact, I love it when people, you know, connect the dots and say, and that's, that to me is a compliment, that if I can change that much from role to role, then I'm doing something that's, you know, has, you know, uh, a, a modicum of what my job is supposed to be, you know? Yeah.
2: Is there is there sort of a mental Rorschach test that happens if someone either says, hey, Rusty the Bum, or hey, Laszlo, <laughs> or hey, Uncle Rico uh, to well,
6: you? Well, that's what they always used to say. Laszlo would be, would be the guy that, you know, and then I did a series on NBC uh, for those who would stay home on Saturday nights, because most <laughs> people don't, but... It was a show called The Pretender, and I played a character named Brutes, and people would say, oh, Brutes, 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 you know, it's just mm-hmm. once in a while, these things will pop up, but, but I think that, well, you know, now, Greg is kind of eclipsed everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well,
4: real genius, and, and, and the Laszlo character, uh, Martha Coolidge, I believe, is the director of that?
6: Yeah. So yeah. so that,
4: that movie, for me, that's kind of a litmus test movie. If I show that to someone, and they, yeah. don't, they don't enjoy it, I'm not sure... <laughs>
13: Well, yeah, we, we can't, can't be friends. <laughs> yeah. because
4: it, I remember it was such an epiphany because it took what we, it seemed like it was going to go down a path of you know standard tropes and then just inverted it in the most in the yeah. most brilliant way. And I mean, Val Kilmer and all these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any particular recollection from that film and that set that stands out to you?
6: Well, you know, it's interesting that you you you're talking about you know in kind of putting a, a kind of a genre on its side. And I think Napoleon Dynamite does the same thing. Yes. It, yes. It, it, you know, inverts those tropes that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, no, real genius. First off, you know, it was shot by the great Bill Moe Sigmund, which a lot of people don't know. No,
4: legendary. It, it d- deliverance. Uh, you're one of the great yeah. cinematographers of all time.
6: Yeah, he did Close Encounters the Third Kind. Yeah. He did uh, uh, Deer Hunter. I mean, he, you know, he's yeah, he's a he's a freaking legend. And uh, you know, um, he. I remember when we were we were shooting one day. He he turned and he goes, "You know, I think this movie will be a very good movie." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and again, real genius. Another one did not find its audience when it came out in the theaters. It, it, it got great reviews, and it didn't do well. Uh, you know, uh, the, the three science movies came out all at the same time. Real Genius, My Science Project, and Weird Science. Yeah. And, you know, Weird Science, uh, you know, yeah. trumped all, all of them because it had a beautiful woman. Yes. It was like made by two young boys who were like, you know, like it, it, it filled the fantasy that, that we weren't going to win.
4: Right. No, but it has but it definitely stood the test of time. It's, it it oh, is yeah. still well worth watching. And if you're a popcorn lover, there's no better movie. So. Hey, oh, oh no. yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true.
2: Uh, John, before uh, before White Lotus, had you and Jennifer Coolidge crossed paths at all?
6: no close cuz I was supposed to be in Gentlemen Broncos but uh, the schedule that I was wor- I was working on Dream Corp at the time and uh and it just you know I would have crossed paths with both Mike White and Jennifer Coolidge uh because uh, they both did Jared Hess's film Gentleman Broncos which is such an an unusually <laughs> thing, but bizarre and very funny movie and I, I would have uh, I would have met her then. But no, we never had. We huh. we had never crossed paths.
2: You uh, seemed you seemed to be kind of kindred spirits in that you, you know, will pick these oddball characters and, and bring them <laughs> to life. And I thought maybe you guys connected on that a little bit. We actually that's a
6: great question because really as we sat and we spent a lot of time together in Hawaii, as we did in, in Sicily too. Mm-hmm and had become really great friends. and But we we would do exactly that. Uh, you know, usually I would let her take the lead because I would never insinuate that my career was, you know, as the trajectory of my career was anywhere near some of the things that she had done. I, I think, I, you know, she's iconic. But she would do it and say, you know, you and I, we're the same. We've done mm-hmm. the same thing. It's our, you know. That's great. It's, uh, I mean, it's she's Stiffler's
0: mom. For <laughs> mm-hmm. John, uh, of the two seasons... Uh, which was the better location to shoot for White Lotus? Because they are unbelievably beautiful. There's Maui, I think the Four Seasons for season one, and then obviously Sicily for season two.
6: Well, I'm going to say definitely season two. Only because in Maui, it was really during the heart of COVID prior to vaccine. And so um, we were locked in yeah. on, on that, that resort. We couldn't go anywhere. We could not leave the grounds. We were only allowed to go to the beach right directly in front of the hotel. So it, it was, it, it was, you know, uh, it was an amazing adventure that we had this place to ourselves. I mean, the crew, uh, the cast and even all the background uh, actors. So we were all there together, you know, staying in this place, which was a lot of fun. Um, and the and same thing pretty much in Sicily. I mean, you know, we, we all didn't stay at the uh, the same hotel in Tarmina oh. when we were there. But, but it was, a, a you know, it was so much more adventurous because, A, it was culturally really kind of amazing. And, you know, we weren't stuck in the grounds of a hotel. And we were able to just venture. And I did. I mean, I was there. For over three and a half months, and nice. I think I worked in that time like seventeen days. So, I just was tripping around. <laughs> <that> <laughs> day, so. yeah,
13: take
4: advantage of it. Uh, another movie that looms large because you have—you you could spend you know hours just talking about your very separate projects. But I know Monster Squad is uh-huh. one that comes up a lot for you. And I was doing some research about that, and I was a little deflated to hear that it wasn't you in the in the werewolf makeup. Uh, h- well, how did that happen?
6: That's very, that's really funny that you bring that up. You know, I I was doing Running Scared with Peter Hyams, and he he kind of, on on set one day, he turned to me and said, hey, I'm I'm executive producing this, this kind of horror genre film. Would you be willing to do it? And I said, yeah, I'll do it, you know, whatever you want. And then I do remember calling him at one point saying, dude, the guy who's in the suit is just—he's like not getting it. He's not getting the subtlety of this character. Yeah. Playing, he's playing—he's run. Well, he was much bigger than I am, so that I wanted to have a guy that was like—you know—he was like six four and you know two hundred and forty pounds. You know, right? And, you know, I'm five eleven and like one sixty on a good day. Mm-hmm. You know, so so like I understood that, but I felt like the guy was like. Doing it a bit like a, a you know, like a, a, backwoods carnival show when you walk through a madhouse, and he comes up and he kind of holds up his hands and goes, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right because you,
4: you're, you're. Uh, listen, that is a beloved movie for so many kids and and, and anyone who, who grew up and caught it, uh, and and you played the uh, human version before Trent. Transforming yeah. uh, as dead as, dead
13: as dead a, man. a sympathetic you're,
4: right, you're a sympathetic character, and and none of that came through when he became the werewolf. Yeah,
6: yeah. well, you know the thing is, it, I I really don't want to malign anybody because <laughs> a the, we don't know well, who it is. Honest, <laughs> the guy wasn't. I don't think he was an actor. I, uh, I think he was he was a you know a stuntman or right. you know so. Mm. He was just doing the best that he could do, uh, and and I stupidly didn't like sit down with him and say, "Let's talk about this," you know. I, I I mean, yeah, I just wasn't I just wasn't sophisticated enough to go, "Hey, let's find some like little funny things about this character that we can bring in," you know. Um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was it was one of the frustrations when i was doing the film well
4: there's there's, there's um, no frustration with napoleon dynamite no yeah and that's uh that's the focus of uh of the conversation here it's, yeah
2: uh, uh so uh, speaking of that napoleon dynamite a conversation is going to be this weekend it's at the keswick theater it's a sunday 7:30 p.m. show there are tickets available at keswicktheater.com com and not only john but John Heater and Ephraim Ramirez will be there. 20 years that this movie's been out. Well,
6: it, yeah, it'll actually be, it hasn't, it's not quite 20 years oh. now. We're ni- we are 19. We don't want to rush this. Well, <laughs> sure, I
4: figure with the tour, 2004, we're going to call it 20,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. forward to that. Yeah. Well, uh, I know you love these interactions with, with the fans, so it should be a great night on Sunday, and we've certainly... It
6: really is. It's, it, it's what we do love. It's, it is interactive. I mean, we hear some amazing stories. People don't always just come up and ask questions. They come up and tell what this experience has been to them, and we've had some amazing, gut-wrenching stories oh. of people who have been, you know, in Afghanistan, in the military, in wow. Iraq, and how they would watch it every single night, and uh, just to kind of keep their spirits up when times were really hard. I mean, things we've heard some crazy, amazing stories, and you know, we just kind of sit there and can't even speak. We wow. just like, oh, gosh, you know, didn't realize the power of 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 just you know a, a two hour, you know, or a half, hour and a half uh, bit of entertainment. It's but a great legacy. Amazing. It's yeah. a
4: great legacy yeah, to absolutely. be associated. Your whole career is a. Is a whole um, collection of those legacies, yeah. and we and you got a promise when you're when we're able to do it and you're in town we can get you in the
2: studio. I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wonderful, uh, John. Great catching up with you. Thanks for coming on this morning. Good luck with everything. All uh, right. Thank you. Thank you. You got it, so John. Grays, yeah. guys. He's awesome. Fantastic. And so great in White Lotus, too. Just, you, you gotta love it. He also was Ben Linus' father in
7: um, law. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: about right. Oh, my God. All right, well, listen. We got more stuff to talk about. Oh, we have yeah. a guest who's been patiently waiting. Yes. We appreciate his patience. <laughs> There's an event that is coming up this weekend as well, Saturday and Sunday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. I love this type of thing. It's from noon to eight PM. This is a long yeah. event, which is great. It is the World Oddities Expo, and we are very happy to welcome Mr. Adam Hunter Yay! to the show yeah. today. Good morning, Adam.
14: Good morning, and a happy belated Dingus Day. Oh, dingus day. day. Happy <laughs> Dingus Day. You know to you, Dingus sir. Day.
2: Uh, where are you from, by the way, Adam? Where do you call home?
14: I call home South Jersey. Ah. I know, no kidding. I business here in Philly, so it's awesome. Philly so you
4: have home. to plan in a lot of travel when yeah. you're doing shows here and traveling all the way from South Jersey. It's
14: he's actually
7: been here uh, in this studio before. He's, really? He, yeah, he's boys with uh, Bob Dodge. Oh, you know there Bob we go.
14: Dodge? Bob has been one of my dearest friends for a very long time. We just um, saw him. We were doing,
4: uh, during the Super Bowl run, he was doing uh, some Eagles tattoos for uh, some listeners.
14: I, I brought a little piece of a nostalgia since you brought that up right away. Okay. This was my first show in 2018, and one of the cabinet cards for one of the promo flyers <laughs> has uh, a picture Bob of Bob Dodge on it. There oh, you nice. go. Wow.
2: Uh, so, Adam, how uh, how many years has the uh, the World Oddities Expo been taking place? I'm going to move this mic a little yeah. bit yeah.
14: Oh, thank you. There we go. Okay. How, how many years now? Uh, I'd say we started in about 2017. Okay. First show ended up happening in 2018. Mm. And then the, the original
4: co- oddities, things of that nature, Ripley's Believe It or Not, stuff like that, it, uh, that all falls
14: in the same wheelhouse, I would assume, right? Yeah, but I would say we go a little bit further back. Like, for instance, the Victorian era. Right. Um. There was a lot of peculiarity to that. There was anthropomorphic taxidermy, which is animals mounted as people. Yeah. A Walter Potter wedding was a kitten wedding. It was an entire procession of kittens being married. Right. That was 1800s, I believe. Um, we just added a class at the, sh- at the show that I'm really proud of. It's Victorian morning art. It wasn't just for mourning, but we call it that because it's a good buzzword. Yeah. But essentially, you would take hair from your loved ones and you would make these beautiful flowers with their hair for your new child. Mourning
4: as in mourning the loss of blood, a- yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
14: Yeah, but also just for a sweetie or your new kid. And so it's essentially flowers made of the hair of your loved ones, and they would make these elaborate wreaths. It's fascinating. collectors skin each other for them. And now we have this class where you can sit there, and the hair's clean, don't worry about it. Yeah, you, yeah.
4: And yeah. you' how to do it. Yeah. A- <laughs> you're, not, you're not just ripping it off the corpses on the... Uh-
14: <laughs> we, we shave patrons. We ask them at their door, and we have them sign the waiver, and then we just shave them. Okay. Right, so that's so, not real.
2: So, Adam, with the oddities, are you the sole exhibitor of this, or are there multiple people that bring in their oddities and share these stories as well? I'm just curious how the format is of Ooh, the show.
14: I am the ringleader. You're the ringleader. Um, and I've been doing this for a very long time, but we have hundreds of vendors okay. and dozens of guest presenters and live entertainers. Um, it's really even hard to qualify what it is sometimes because it really is just like a peculiar paradise, yeah. where any form of art or education is welcome as long as it's interesting. How about,
2: verifi- verificating, uh, the about? verifying? Verifying. What's word i verifying? Verifying.
14: Get the blue check. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. How's it, how about verifying the uh, the validity of some of these uh, objects and things like that? The history of them, making sure they're legitimate and so on.
14: Well, that comes with. Experience, and I guess a good team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. um, We tap into a lot of historians and a lot of scientists for a lot of verification of any sort of antiquity. But aside from that, just a lot of biologists and marine biologists. For me personally, I was raised in Florida, and I'm not really a sports guy. (laughs) So I spent most of my time trying not to get eaten.
13: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
14: Cataloging insect (laughs) and marine life, which is not cool. And then somewhere later, people... This subculture reemerged since the Victorian era, and people just absolutely went gaga. Well, Adam, the, there's the, the the subculture
4: now has become uh, a much more mainstream, and I it's I, will, culture. I yeah. will credit a lot of the cable shows that have come up. Uh, you, you talk about having your crew of people to verify things, even on, on friggin' porn uh, uh, porn stars. Sh- porn stars. They have it's their not co- porn stars. <laughs> porn stars. I said p- porn. Okay. Oh, yeah. I yeah. said porn. It did not no. sound like yeah. it. Right. Said, uh, I, I was like, stars. "Oh, I said, where are we going?" Are with this dramatically thing. different. Uh, anyway, um, but in anyway, so that, that they have their collective of people who verify these things, and there's there are entire shows that are based on this kind of stuff. What is it? The storage wars. Yeah. Guys will come and they'll find. Sometimes, Preston, you'll know yeah. they'll go
14: into a storage unit that has a lot of this stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the day, too. There's a lot of people that want to qualify things. Everybody needs to put something in a box. Right. But it's not just antiquity. As far as I'm concerned, if it's interesting, I'm interested. I've had conversations with woodworkers that make live-edge cutting boards, which are very in style right now. Which is what now? Uh, A live-edge cutting board is essentially just uh, you don't shave the bark. Uh, So you have that sort of industrial chic. Okay. But if you have a conversation with those woodworkers, it becomes a... They become a amateur botanist. They start okay. telling you about the hardwoods and the dexterities and where it's found. And that's cool. I love hearing about people's passions, and so we throw a lot of that into the soup. Well, we were excited to hear that you were bringing by some items for us to check out uh, that are going to be a part of
2: the expo. Um, <laughs> and I, I, so I'm sitting here in in my vantage point. I have this uh, this page in front of me, and it was blocking my view. And I stepped over here, <laughs> and I saw something horrifying sitting on the table next to Nick here. Uh, no, this right here, right here, right by your Adam left. right hand. here. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. It's I... a jar with a, a a preserved, some type of living thing. Yeah, is that a monkey? Or it's or what definitely is that?
14: not a living thing. It yeah. has not been living At... for about thirty years. Well, I'm saying but...
2: it was a living thing. It was a, an organic. It was. It's still <laughs> Breathing
14: organic. something or
2: the other. What the hell is that?
14: So it's a monkey that was skinned out for taxidermy maybe 35 years ago. And I purposefully pointed it to you. I'm sorry. Mike, but <laughs> I was okay. just like, oh, let's my. just see how long before he even acknowledges that it's just staring at him with his dead little eyes. But um, essentially right. to preserve these things <laughs> for science and catalog them taxonomically has yeah. been like a lifetime passion of mine. But there's also... A huge culture of people that are just into it for the aesthetic value. Okay. You've been,
4: the Mütter museum uh, in in town, right? Oh. Muter or Mutter,
14: Nick? How's it pronounced? Muter, Muter. Yeah. Right.
4: yeah. So this this city prides itself on the uh, the uh,
14: bizarre. So I don't know if this is correct, but I've also heard Muter, which okay. means Mutter? German in uh, which means mother in German. Okay. All I know is
0: there's an umlaut on top of that mm-hmm. bad boy.
14: So it's actually the College of Physicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was Muter's um, collection. Was housed there because he wanted it wi- like housed in a fireproof building. When he died, those are life goals for me. Okay. <laughs> my storage sure. unit is
4: weird. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, but this is your this is your bread and butter, so to speak. So oh, we yeah. have we have the um, the skeletal remains of this uh, this uh, chimp, uh, uh, and oh no, a monkey, not monkey. A I'm sorry, that's, yeah. really,
14: that's protected. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, and so, uh, do, you, do, you in, do you indulge in taxidermy yourself, or...?
14: Uh, so, I'm not a taxidermist, yeah. per se, but I can prep a lot of the taxidermy work. In okay. fact, when you were talking about porn stars earlier, yeah. it okay. brought to mind a couple of weeks ago that an adult film star who was one of my assistants was uh, helping me skin out a two-headed cow. Oh. And essentially, that brings me to my next point I'll try to make. Okay. But I I do something called plastination. Right. Sure. Which is uh, cellular impregnation of polymer. Essentially, I create the vacuum of space in my shed. And I can use that in my lab to uh, replace the water molecules in tissue with a polymer catalyst mixture. And so I brought one of these little guys. And so this helps us make use of the carcasses. This is actually called a thoracopagus conjoined twin, and it's a piglet. But you can see there's two full lower bodies. Yeah. And it's entirely rubberized. I mean, you could throw it across the room, and it'd be just fine for... A hundred years So, so you, can go, play, you can play wiffle ball with that. You can. Yeah. you guys are welcome to check it out, hold it, touch it. Just don't throw it at the wall. That's right. for me.
2: So that's similar to the, the bodies exhibit that was uh, popular several years ago. It, it uh, is. It's a process. It's
14: still popular. There's yeah. one in Allentown right now, not to okay. plug somebody, but, yeah. you know, yeah. it's yeah. amazing to see. It is. I've been I'm, to one, yeah. I go in there and I look at that thing and I'm like, all right, that took a hundred hours and 20 people. Yeah. Wow. And good on him. You know, yeah.
4: you th- it immediately makes me think of uh, John Carpenter's The Thing when the uh, mid-morphing of creatures melding together. Absolutely. That's what that looks like. Yeah.
14: And from an anatomical perspective, yeah, yeah. I have a friend. He's a zookeeper and a biologist. And one of my favorite pastimes. And way cheaper than therapy. Yeah. We go to the movies when there's any ty- type of biological things. Jurassic Park to yeah. Godzilla to The Thing. We go there together and we speculate on the creature creation. What, oh, yeah. what taxonomic groups they use to create these, huh. especially like Avatar. We go nuts.
2: Right. Very cool. By uh, the way, if you're tuning in, it's uh, Adam Hutter, or is it Hooter? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a umlaut. Hooter.
13: Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, is with the World Oddities, Oddities Expo, which is going to be Saturday and Sunday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can get tickets at WOE, which stands for World Oddities Expo. Uh, W-O-E-T-O-T-H-E. Woe to thee. Dot com. It. I love that. T H
14: E E. T H E E. To
2: the Yeah. yeah.
14: We um, we fancy. Looking at <laughs> some of the other items,
2: because I do want to hear some of the stories of these, uh, I'm glancing at uh now dolls uh can be quite horrifying yeah. uh to some people. Um and we have a very old looking doll with the top of the head missing. Sort of a uh Karloff Frankenstein look to it. Yeah, the eyes are missing as well. And uh, this looks to be fairly old. Uh, what age is that? Any idea? As far as early, how long ago was it
14: made? Early 1900s, yeah. Okay. I wasn't uh, going to say how old is the doll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so essentially I was said, I was told, let's do a show and tell. And I can't qualify in words how hard that is when your home looks like mine. Okay. (laughs) And so I just grabbed some of the most interesting aesthetic things that I wanted to put in the car. Okay. And one of them is just this German porcelain doll from the early 1900s. And she has no eyes and she has no hair, but somebody like, had her in a scrap pile at, a, at an estate sale, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't bear for her to go <laughs> in the trash can because they said that she was possessed and... What a, oh, so know. there is, a, is there an Annabelle quality to this, uh, supposedly? Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, and I respect whatever anybody yeah. thinks, but I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Okay.
13: <laughs>
4: so.
14: so what was the doll's original
4: <laughs> condition? Would you, would you conjecture had a flat head like that, or was that after the
14: factory? There was a secondary piece that had uh, the eyes in it, uh, and it had probably real human hair because of the age. Interesting. And I just kind of carry it around because it's disconcerting yeah. and vaguely threatening. <laughs> it's creepy. Well, let's move on to
2: some of the other stuff because you've got some big-ass uh, things here. Yeah, it looks like a, a, ca- or a cow skull Yeah, uh, with uh, goggles and, and, a and, gas mask? and a gas mask on. What's that
14: all about, Adam? So... Uh, could you bring me that razor? And bring me the cowhead with the gas mask. He <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. says razor. That's her the name. Snake. Yeah, uh, razor and Myrissa.
4: Okay. All right.
14: Here, put her to bed. Yeah. All right. So uh, that is actually a war horse, a Pergeron horse. What's, if- first,
0: what's Pergeron mean?
14: One of the one of the big breeds is the Persianons Belgians, Clydesdales. Okay. We've all heard of. Uh-huh. So it's, it's depicted in, in in the movie War
4: Horse. They right the, uh, the, yeah. the in the World War One.
14: They did ride them into
4: battle. Yeah, it, yeah.
14: And so this is new old stock, but you're, it's wearing a gas mask. So it, wasn't, it didn't actually see any combat, but these are Soviet-era horse gas masks. So oh. they
4: would – They would. Of cu- well, of course, that stands to reason. If yeah. you're going into a gas yeah. warfare situation, you're – It's your vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
14: Yeah. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To not wear the gas mask is like a banana in your tailpipe. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get a You get a flat shoe, and then you have to pull the horse over, and you have to call AAA, and it really derails the progress of the battle. And okay, we're so- in fact – Ga- goggles. These are legitimate horse goggles. These are legitimate horse, the most legitimate horse yeah. goggles you will see today. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And do very few horse gas masks exist? I would say that's. A I would
2: map. have. To no, say they opened that. up a new place on City Line. <laughs> oh, competitors. Yeah, sons uh-huh. of
4: bitches. Yeah. No, that you know, but this is. Co- co- Sort of the fascinating... You talk about the history element of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff is is um, is a revelation... It's revelatory to me here to, to yeah. see this. But yes, of course, it makes sense. I uh, mean...
14: Oh, I'm sorry. To no, cut go ahead. You no, no, no. Continue. You know, we all live a different walk of yeah. life here. We, we, you know, we individualize our skins and our personalities yeah. like a MySpace page. Not right. to date myself. Right. right, yeah. But just the same... I find that when I first started doing this, I was scared to throw in these educational elements, yeah, but we just have so much fun at the show, and there's so many people there now yeah. that I find that people really love that and I used to th- I, I used to wonder about that particular element, but really. It is making the education accessible and that's fun. It. Oh, that's yeah. absolutely that's the anything. reason I would want yeah. to, to to not
2: just look at these things, but I want to hear about why that is, or why that is what it is. Exactly. You know, I love that.
14: Yeah. So we have a section on the floor amidst, you know, like I said, hundreds of small businesses. We have a section we call it the Whoa Theater. Whoa, everything. World Audience right. Expo. I'm Mister Whoa. Nice right. to meet you. So. <laughs> The Woe Theater, we have talks. And they're usually, like, buddies of mine, I'm proud to say. But we have uh, archaeologists from UPenn that bring in a series of human skulls and talk about those. We have wet specimen techniques. And then right after that, we have... Um, a twenty-year special effects artist, Doug Sackman of Trauma Theater, and he's going to be teaching wow. you how to do like bullet wounds on a budget from your kitchen. Wow! Oh, we another love Jersey uh, 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 movie theater, uh, Toxic Avenger. Toxic trauma. Avenger. Yeah, uh, he's going to be there. Oh, wow! Well. Lloyd is Lloyd is coming Lloyd Kaufman? down. Lloyd will be there to watch the Toxic Avenger with you Saturday evening and Sunday evening. Lloyd
4: Kaufman in in, uh, in indie film and and in in
2: uh, horror films and just genre films is legend. Excellent, yeah. truly. All right, well, we we only have time for a couple more things because we have to we have uh, this contest we have to stay on time for. So, what are some other things you want to tell us about Adam that you have here? Some of the oddities.
14: Well, so this is a this is a wet specimen. Okay. These are carpet pythons. All right. And what's interesting about these? Is they have two faces. So there's two snakes and they have two faces each. That is called a parapagus diprosopus in the Latin. And the diprosopus part qualifies it as two faces. And that is actually named after the Greek god of many faces. So this
4: obviously is an an anomaly. You wouldn't find this as as a reoccurring... No, about one
14: in 20,000 would exist. Okay, Ah. all right. And so the fun one about this is that these are brother and sister from the same clutch. So it's two two two-faced snakes, which makes it an anomalous anomaly. Right, wow. Wow. That is
4: wild looking.
14: I see a peacock's
2: uh, plumage uh, here on the. That's table how the as war well. horse would decorate on the weekends. Uh, okay. <laughs> when he was headed out, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure.
14: So again, didn't fully understand the assignment. <laughs> Tend to be a little extra, so I brought the headless skin of an eleven-foot crocodile. Okay, that's about fifty years old, and I brought the entire uh, tail end of a peacock that, um, ironically. Lost a fight with a fox. Oh. And uh, decided he wanted to move in with me when there was nothing left of him.
10: Oh, wow. And okay. again,
14: it's really important to to source your stuff right, you know? Cause yeah. I don't kill them. They die and leave me everything. No. So
7: I know sourcing is really important, but um, a lot of people are are not aware that uh, MMR is actually sending our own oddity out to the the show on Saturday. (laughs) Jackie Bam Bam is going to be there. (laughs) No kidding. From 1 to 3 on Saturday, correct? That's perfect.
14: That's the one. Okay. I'm looking forward to um, (laughs) officially meeting him. We've been in the same room many times. Yeah. Like I said, um, I've always been close. It's a great honor, really, to be here. But I've always been somewhat close. I've been in this room a few times. I've done Tattoos Day in the next room over. But I kept my head down because it wasn't my party. Yeah. And um, actually, I have a flyer from a show. The only show we have canceled during the pandemic we lost the venue because the National Guard had to do uh, <laughs> counterinsurgency drills in case Philadelphians tried to take over the city of Philadelphia. Wow. So they ran drill. And I was like, this is such a big boy problem, I can't even be mad. <laughs> <laughs> the, cool thing, the cool thing about that that, pro, that uh, show that never did happen, that the graphic designer we use uh-huh. is a talented gentleman named Joe Hodnot. And I know Joe, him.
4: Joe is very talented.
14: Yeah. and he Joe's is, a friend of the show. He is the significant other of the one and only intern In- Jess. Yes. 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 And that was the model for that flyer no that I'm holding up right Oh, there. that's cool. We love intern
4: Jess as well. Yeah. yeah.
14: And it started at the beginning. We had another flyer designed, and the model had no mask on. Yeah. And then we added the mask. <laughs> and when I do these things, I look at them, and I think to myself, that's some weirdo. Uh, Fifty, maybe hundred years from now, is going to find that and think that that's just amazing because that's what I do. So yeah. someone who follows yeah. in
4: your in your path will uh, will be looking at the stuff that you've collected. So th- listen, I think this is a fascinating thing. Anything on this level is amazing. Again, Preston, I agree so much with the historical aspects of it. Yeah. but you're not going to see stuff like this mm-hmm. anywhere else. So no. uh, and and uh, well, wow, so can anyone? Uh, where can one see the layout of the um, the schedule? Uh, throughout the, uh, the day, throughout the eight hours.
14: I believe that one of my dutiful staff posted that on our Instagram at, at World Oddities Expo.
4: Alright, very cool.
14: And, uh, like I said, when you get there, it's sort of a sensory overload. Right. We have a lot, we have a lot of performative things going on. One of them I'm really looking forward to is called the Not-So-Silent Cinema. And, yeah. um, it's like a drum ritual that, I lost a couple vendors when I first did it. It's it's uh, sort of a shamanist. You feel like you're about to be sacrificed. Okay. <laughs> and it's a really, it's yeah. a really commanding presence. Right when you kind of come in the door. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I hear you. <laughs> that, that, that'll
4: that uh, offset <laughs> some stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh no, yeah, We're looking at it. Very cool, man. I oh, love
2: this. I love it, and you can go to woe to the the spell with t h e e dot com. We'll make sure we post uh, it. Yeah, we already have it. on no, uh, Preston dot com. So it's easy. But it's this weekend. Talk about something different to go do. Way different. Yeah. If you if you are looking for something fresh, you've got it right here, and it's it all day long events, twelve p.m. to eight p.m. Saturday and Sunday, and hopefully you'll run into Adam because you're a really cool person,
14: man. (laughs) Thank Thank you you for coming by this morning. I'm easy to see. I do look like this. You (laughs) do look like (laughs) this. This is a Wednesday. I didn't dress up for you guys, but I do appreciate you inviting
2: me on. It's our pleasure. Thank you for being here. Adam
14: Hunter, guys.
2: World Oddities Expo this weekend. All right, we have to stay on time as close to it as we can. Take a break. Come back in a second. MMR's Concert Cash. We got the Bizarre File coming up, too. Stay put. Oh, and breaking news. Foo Fighters just released a new music teaser. We'll have audio when we come back. That's what it says uh, verbatim.
12: We'll be right back.
1: 93.3 WMMR presents... Concert Cash.
8: Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. (laughs) Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. It's Concert
9: Cash. Sponsored by Miner Key. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more. Doing car care right.
8: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Listen, we would do, Casey, you got to flip
2: these two? Oh. Uh, flip them. It's 10.01. Flip, it. <laughs> flip it! Flip it! Flip it. Uh, it's 10.01, so we got to do this.
8: MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword.
2: All right, the word is amount, A-M-O-U-N-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, either on the contest page, WMMR.com, via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to mmr Saturday, September 16th. I think it's going on sale this Friday, by the way, at 10 a.m. Uh, winners will get a call from Beasley, our company, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Uh, for MMRBQ details, you can text the word FINALLY to 39333 for a link to the information. It is sponsored by Meineke. So, again, the word is AMOUNT. Text it to 45911 and let's find out if you end up winning the money and the tickets. We do have a final look at traffic. Let's go ahead I can get it now. Kathy, what's going on?
3: An accident on the Schuylkill westbound has it stop from City Avenue to the Blue Route. Just the right shoulder is getting by. So the accident blocking both lanes uh, on the Schuylkill Expressway right at the Blue Route. Eastbound side so- slows 202 into the Blue Route. The Boulevard into Spring Garden, uh, 95 southbound. That's heavy from... And through to Bridge on the Vine, westbound, your slow, 95 to Broad Street, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill eastbound, the Schuylkill to Broad, Blue Route, northbound, backing up from Baltimore Pike to the Media Bypass, southbound uh, in the same area, by Media Bypass to Baltimore Pike, uh, 42 between Route 130 and 676, westbound side, left lane closed with construction, 295 southbound between 73 and Route 70, right lane construction, 55 Northbound slows from 322 to 553. That's left lane construction. And then on uh, 42 south the AC Expressway, that accident still off to the shoulder. This traffic report brought to you by InvisibleFence.com. Spring is here, which means it's time to let your dog enjoy their yard. Invisible Fence brand offers hands-on training and exclusive technology to keep your pets protected all year long. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR.
2: All right. uh, Marissa, hand me this. I'm just, I'm reading this. I haven't read it yet. Um, <laughs> she just walked in and handed it to me. It's a bread cheese. At 926... News. Bra- Bra-
0: breaking news. Breaking news.
2: At 926 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Foo Fighters... I, I need to... You take your glasses off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> At twenty-six a.m. Uh, they released a 13-second clip of a new song. It's just music. It, it's just music with no lyrics. We
10: got out of <laughs> Elliott. Former foot model and current radio DJ with the news, Preston, what's the story about this Pooh release?
2: Well, Tom, I've got just guitars, bass, and a prominent drum beat. The post itself has no caption. Preston
10: Gray, we were wrong, but Dave Grohl was a drummer.
2: Yes, yes, he was. Uh, It's an all-white video with the words, Are You Thinking What We're Thinking, written in a faint, light gray. Mm, Cryptic. Alert your colorblind friends that there are words on the video because they might miss them. Uh, okay, and then there's uh, information about their their concert uh, dates, which are coming to Philadelphia. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess we'll play some of this. Yeah. Here's a 13-second clip of new Foo Fighters music that we'll eventually hear all of.
0: That was terrific. <laughs> I
2: didn't know I was gonna that was going to happen. That's great.
10: Tell me, Preston, have you ever seen a monkey skeleton? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just a couple minutes ago, Tommy, actually did.
10: Mm, interesting.
2: Uh, I assume uh, that it's Dave playing drums. Uh, oh. That would uh, that would definitely be my assumption. I know who will play... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they recorded a whole album. I really don't know anything. I know just what I was handed. You know, to me.
4: you know, you don't have to. I, I think I love this stuff. This is the kind of stuff years ago, Preston, that would have been. You know, I, I was reminding my wife that years ago you would see commercials yes. for record releases. Oh yeah. Oh
7: my god, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Shoot. What was I just watching? Um. Oh, the the, the Grateful Dead documentary that's on uh, Amazon. It's been on yeah. there for years and years. And then um. Uh, I just w- went back and revisited it, and sure enough, like, when they had, uh, I guess maybe
4: it was Working Man's
7: Dead, it was a straight-up TV commercial. Asia. Yeah. Uh, the
4: album, Silly Land album, Asia. I remember, Asia, a place in your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had the whole, th- and it was just cool. This stuff like this is in that spirit.
0: All right, Steve. Let me ask you a question then, sure. because I am I'm getting tired of the teasers for the teaser. You know, like the, the I agree. we're gonna get a trailer <laughs> right. in a few days. All right, just give me the trailer. I they, think
4: they, they've they... ratcheted back on that because they just did the the Marvels. Um, uh-huh. You know, uh, the, yeah. The, yeah, and that was a full trailer without trailer.
0: any yeah. And and but this like the and I'm excited for the new Foo's music, whatever it is. Like I, I, it'll yeah. be great. I just like 13 seconds of it to me is just like. Just, uh, I'll, I'll, I can wait for the full song. No, what I what I dug also is is just the the graphic, which is the um, yeah, that's
4: yeah, cool. yeah. 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 Uh, give us some some, make it fun. Uh,
2: by the way, the band announced us, uh, their... grilled cheese headlining mm-hmm. the Ohana Festival September twenty through October first in uh, California. Uh, they also announced six solo headlining dates there in Washington, Utah, Nevada. Uh, they will be playing. Uh, the closest they're getting to us right now is the See Here Now Festival in Asbury Park. And that's September 17th. So we'll see. Hopefully a Philly date is in the near future. All right. Um, we'll do the Bizarre File. Thank you for
13: that report, <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're welcome. Now, bizarre.
1: WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All
2: right, brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got J... Got junk? Got J-Junk? Yes, I <laughs> do. Want it gone? Got floors? Want them clean?
10: A lot of viewers <laughs> are having difficulties deciphering what you're saying.
2: <laughs> Call J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Veteran owned and operated. Start right here. Started right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Call 844-GET-J-Dog or visit jdog.com. I will, I will make good on that. Yep. I have used J-Dog removal, and they're <laughs> phenomenal. Dude. I will be using them. I love the whole concept. Yes. Yeah, excellent. We're we been... cleaning out our, our basement. They've been to my house. That's what they do. All right, here we go. A federal judge in Wisconsin sentenced a Minnesota man on Friday to two years in prison Oof. after aiming a laser at a Delta Airlines jet in 2021. They're not messing around with this stuff. Uh, an act the prosecutor said disrupted the pilot's efforts to land and put passengers in incredible danger. Uh, James Link pleaded guilty in January. Laser strikes on planes and helicopters hit a record in the U.S. in 2021. The pilots reported 9,723 incidents, a 41% jump over the year before. Uh, violators like Link could also face up to five years in prison. Uh, the pilots of the Delta flight reported that their cockpit was lit up three times by a blue laser. Man. While they were at an altitude of 9,000 feet just west of River Falls, Wisconsin. At the time, air traffic control was just instructing them to change runways which required them to plot a new course to the Minneapolis airport. Uh, Laser strikes caused a major distraction in the cockpit as they were not able to look at their iPads to brief the new approach. Uh, The pilots were eventually able to chart the new path and land safely. The first officer did not suffer any disruption to his vision, but the captain said that the vision in his right eye was affected for several hours after the event. Air traffic control called Minnesota State Patrol Aircraft, which flew to River Falls. The patrol aircraft was also struck by a blue laser, the pilot spotted the suspect and worked with the police, who found Link in a blue la- uh, with a blue laser on his person. At sentencing, the judge remarked on Link's extensive criminal record, which included numerous domestic assaults. And he said the the behavior was similar to a 2017 arrest when Link shined a flashlight in the eyes of an, of an arresting officer. He's got a thing for shining shiny lights. Likes, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, despite a slight decline in reported laser strikes on aircraft in 2022 number of incidents remained high last year with pilots reporting almost 9,500 laser strikes. So people you, are still doing it. You can cause
4: significant damage, yeah. especially with the green lasers. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, that's,
2: they're not screwing around. The principal of a Massachusetts high school who was placed on leave and later left the job last year after referring to some students as asshats... <laughs> Received $80,000 under a deal for her departure from the district. Ass hat my ass hat. Uh, Principal Lori (laughs) Valencourt made the comment about a group of students in an internal communication that came to light in March 2022. Uh, And it turns out uh, that she uh, had gotten a payoff for this. Uh, Valancourt's remarks were made public after a former school committee member filed a records request to illustrate how the school made a decision to terminate an honors math program and put both honors and non-honors students in their single class. The student union had voiced concerns about the change at the time. Valancourt subsequently wrote in one message that students were trying to decide where they stand. In another message, the principal told a co-worker, keep talking about e- equity and they will be in our camp. They are um, uh, mad because... They weren't a part of the decision making and called them a bunch of asshats. <laughs> By do, the way, I do I, like asshats. I love yeah. that asshat is a great name. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a wonderful, yeah. you know, not too overly vulgar. <laughs> no comment. It, it, I I love it. It's
4: right. It's for me. It's right in uh, the same vein as smashed a hole. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, following criticism, the superintendent placed Valancourt on paid leave. She just uh, signed her departure agreement in October of last year. A man faces another murder charge less than two years after courts and prosecutors formally exonerated him in an unrelated stabbing death. Another one? Uh, Cops in Houston, Texas (laughs) claim Lydell Grant... Shot and killed Edwin Arvallo after his uh, the victim crashed a Toyota Yaris into his Lexus in a minor collision. It was just a little fender bender. Yeah, He killed the guy. Wow. Uh, record show Grant is back behind bars at where he spent much of the previous decade. He's held on a million dollars bail. The interesting thing about uh, the other case that, uh, that he was in... He was innocent of that case. Someone else pled guilty to it. Oh, wow. And so it was wow. legit that he got off on this one. And then he turns around yeah. and kills someone. He was just in prison uh-huh. and knows what it's all about. Uh, so he was released in prison from May uh, in May of uh, 2021. Uh, he uh, the, the other uh, another suspect ended up pleading guilty to that murder uh, sentence. And he was uh, in prison for 20 years. Uh, officers in the new case said that uh, Aravalo was found near the address of the minor crash. They claim that Grant fled his uh, in his Lexus after the shooting. Cops said that officers arrested him on Friday without incident. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, one possum found out the hard way that marsupials and dance halls don't mix. <laughs> I always knew that. Bonita Creek in Nacogdoches, Texas. Oh, wow. Posted a story on Facebook that sounded like an April Fool's Day prank, but turned out to be all real. A video of a woman carrying a possum by the tail <laughs> can be seen. Mm-hmm. The county bar wrote, not all heroes wear capes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are a Southern Belle who obviously isn't afraid of anything. So the possum snuck into the Bonita Creek Hall while the establishment was closing. The appearance of the critter caused-, the still open? caused a bit of a <laughs> chaos. At the bar until one of the patrons uh, exiting the dance hall decided to help the confused mammal find its way out by picking it up by the tail. In the video of the incident, which has been viewed over ten million times, yeah, yeah. by the way, yeah. a woman in a yellow sleeveless shirt, denim shorts, and cowboy boots carries the possum oh by God. its tail <laughs> through the Benita Creek Hall and out the front door. I know you
4: hate them, Kathy. I, I do. I kind of find them cute. Case when they're in the studio here,
7: yeah, they were kind of cute, they weren't were, they? They
4: were babies though, right? Yeah.
2: I don't remember. They
3: were disgusting, baby.
4: (laughs)
2: Uh, The honky-tonk hero is named Jessica White, uh, but she has been dubbed the Possum Queen by Bonita Creek Hall. Uh, They wrote on Facebook that White's next round is on the bar for humanely handling their possum issue. She's, like, smiling, tearing it out. She's not, like, freaked out by it at all. All right, and that is the last story that I have for you In the bizarre file. And uh, I would say, do text a word over for our uh, cash contest, but time is up. It's already uh, 15 minutes after 10 o'clock, so we're good to go on that. But we do have a different thing that's taking place. It's a secret text word, and we have to get a winner for this now. So, Kathy, do what you do and give me a number, please.
0: (laughs) 21. All right.
2: Caller 21 at 215-263-WMMR. If you know the secret text word, then we have a prize here for you, and we'll grab a random text or two. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Lesson question, trash, of music news
1: on the way next. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's Weekend Calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword Weekend Calendar at WMMR.com to get the list.
9: Preston and Steve, their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: We were looking for a winner for our secret text word, and caller number 21 was called out, so let's go to Brian, who is caller 21. Hey, Brian, how you doing, man? Good, how are you guys doing? Good, bud. All right, so if you give us a secret text word, we give you the prize. What is it? It, It's suplex. Suplex. That is correct, sir. And since you got that right, hang on the line because... We're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR rocks. Fozzie, Save the World Tour, and it's this Sunday at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia, hosted by our buddy Brent Porsche. Tickets are on sale now. Complete details on the concert calendar at WMMR.com. And we want to congratulate a random texter. It's Jim Nelson from Croydon, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Recording right, you get those tickets to see Fozzie this weekend at Brooklyn Bowl. So congrats, my man. All right, we're going to give away some other things. Uh, with the lesson question, we have a fifty dollar uh, gift card to uh, Manhattan Bagel that we will be giving away. And the question that we—I have a number of them that we could ask this morning. I think I want to go with this. Casey might have blood in his mouth because he's eating too much of what food? Two one five two six three WMMR. Probably not fit for consumption for human beings, but Casey might have blood in his mouth because he's uh, eating too much of which food. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr the number
1: call if you know now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this
2: morning is brought to you by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Join Nick McWayne and Team Luke. In the LLS Big Climb, Philly, Saturday, May 6th, at Lincoln Financial Field. You can visit WMMR.com backslash Big Climb to register or to donate. What's going on this morning, Steve?
4: Well, it took a total of five cops to subdue Ben Gordon during his arrest outside a Connecticut juice shop on Tuesday morning. The former Bull Star told police that he has always been passionate about
13: juice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West Private Christian School only feeds its students sushi, which they have to eat while seated on the floor. Wes explained the reasoning by rifling his index finger up and down between his lips. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Hey. And finally, Megan Fox. Great news here, Kathy. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are back together and are, quote, blissfully happy. Fox says they both had to learn to stop talking and listen, which left them both silent and unable to say
2: stupid things. <laughs> And that's trash. <laughs> All right, uh, we will go for the lesson question answer, and the question is, Casey might have blood in his mouth because he's eating too much of which food? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Adam and see if we can get the answer. Adam, hi there, man. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, buddy. All right, so Casey might have blood in his mouth because he's eating too much what? Birdseed. Yes, birdseed. Hang on a second. Could you eat birdseed? No, oh, yeah. Right? I, I have eaten birdseed, so yes. Yeah, like Like as a regular... Yeah, I guess it would be good for human consumption. It's bland. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's um, you know, sunflowers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that in there. Uh, but, Adam, congratulations. We are going to give you a $50 gift card to Manhattan Bagel where sandwiches are always made to order with real, fresh, cracked eggs on the grill and authentic New York-style bagels. You can order ahead at ManhattanBagel.com. I'm going to hit the music news intro, I'm going to walk out of the studio, and I'm going to go get my music news in the office.
1: All right, right. I'll be right back. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Where's Preston? Where did Preston go? Preston, we need you in the studio. Preston,
13: I'm
2: here. You made it. <laughs> I have arrived. That's a benefit of having an office next door. I did not run because I would be audibly out of, out, out of breath. <laughs> you, do, you don't want that. All right, so uh, let's dive into this. We'll start with, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it again because we did just uh, do it a moment ago. But uh, we have a teaser of some new Foo Fighters music. And the <laughs> we don't really have any real details other than just the clip of music. It's a video. Uh, you know what? I threw the story away.
10: Why don't oh, you throw away, Preston? Hang on. That was a mistake, obviously.
2: I got to dig in the trash. All all right, right. Here it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, a, a teaser that came out, and it's a video with the words, Are You Thinking What We Are Thinking? written in faint light gray. Uh, and we'll play a little clip of it for you. It's uh, just 13 seconds long. This is it. And that's all we have of it. That's it. Uh, so we'll see what that means down the road. So obviously there is new music coming eventually from Foo Fighters. They, they're done with it. So names had been
4: bandied about no no confirmation as to who might be filling in on drums from here on yeah. in. matt cameron flat out denied those rumors though. so do you he, think that's you know, a denied because i'm doing it or a denied <laughs> because i'm denying it? i think i don't think
0: he's it's a ruse yeah i think okay. just, yeah, he, I think uh, he I, would be a perfect choice i agree yeah. uh, and i think that he was just didn't want to take credit where credit wasn't uh, sure uh, yeah you know yeah. shouldn't be there did you uh, do
2: this Uh, No, I did not. What did you do? Music news brought to you by PGW. You can improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. What would you do? Um, So the closest, Foo Fighters, they've been announcing dates here and there. Uh, Closest they're coming to our area for now is the See Here Now Festival in Asbury Park on September 17th. So... We'll see if we end up getting a date in Philadelphia. Here's one, though. Avenged Sevenfold has announced the second leg of their Life is But a Dream North American tour. And that trek will feature support falling in reverse. And they will be playing in Camden, New Jersey at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on Tuesday, July 18th. Huh. So they will be in our area. Uh, set for release on Record Store Day is Pearl Jam's Giveaway Live Collection... The set will be limited to 4,000 CDs and 15,500 double LPs. What would you expect to pay for this amazing package? Nick, do you know the story about this thing? Uh, No. 4,000? It's the infamous live set that was originally prepared or was prepped for release back in 1998 as a promotional live disc featuring 17 tracks from Pearl Jam's Melbourne Park Concert in Melbourne, Australia uh, from 1998. Now, uh, the story the, the the press release says giveaway was intended to be given away for free uh the day of the release of 1998's uh single video theory to the first customers purchasing the video from best buy store wow so single video theory was uh, like a like documentary of them yeah prof- of uh, recording right it was their first time doing anything like that in a long time and yeah. they did it for yield so you were supposed to get this when you purchased that the day before the release the cds were recalled and destroyed huh. by Sony. Instead, the, we gave out uh, Atari on uh, uh ET game on Atari. <laughs> now, supposedly, this promotion was not properly cleared with the label oh. and/or the
0: band. So wow. they
2: destroyed all
0: that. I yep. went out to buy that. Uh, that's funny because I bought that um, that uh, documentary on VHS huh? with hopes of getting this. Yeah, but wow. I didn't remember that this was part of the promotion. So that's kind of cool that they're releasing it this uh, you know twenty five years later, right? Yeah, of the fifty.
2: Of the 50,000 CDs pressed, most copies were destroyed. It is rumored It is rumored Best Buy was threatened with a $10,000 fine for each unreturned disc. Wow. Uh, despite that, a number of copies surfaced over the years. Impossible to exactly determine how much of them survived. But, Isn't Eddie going on QVC to sell
4: these? Uh, but a good guess would be somewhere between... kind of a funny story. 250
2: to 300. Uh, the CD has been professionally mixed and mastered, and although it's not the complete show that the audio... Uh, but the audio quality is far from superior to any other source available, including the pre FM Sony promo. We're talking to
10: Badge and Little Rock. Are you going to buy one of these?
2: Um, so, uh, that'll <laughs> I'm be. I'm a
4: big fan, Eddie, and it sounds. The whole story is so fascinating.
0: Uh, so, this will be coming out on record You story. know what's funny right? is that uh, MMR, I, I think it was 98 or 99, um, uh, Pearl Jam did like this monkey wrench radio, sort of this. Um, uh, pirate radio thing, and they broadcast it, and MMR was allowed to simulcast it. Uh, I don't know if I'm letting the cat yeah. out of the bag, but I don't care. Um, we we printed MMR printed a CD of that, uh-huh. and it was a, a yield sign on the front, right. and it distributed those. <clears throat> I don't know if Pearl Jam ever got wind of that, uh-huh. uh, it, and I don't think we sold it. Right. So therefore, it was you know it was a promotional item or whatever. But it, we we probably did it without permission. But whatever. the
4: amount of backflips that are involved. I mean, even yeah. just like I was in the office while while Bill was putting together things concerning the the Arbecue the amount uh, or years ago preston when the sonic session cds at y100 you had all these artists that had to approve and sign off and this and that yeah it was a nightmare yeah this, so I, I you know but maybe it's best to fly under the radar
0: this is it on the on the big screen here in the studio and i'm sure that there are bootleg copies of it that you can find on ebay or whatever but and it was a cool thing I, I got it when i started working here but i'm i'm also sure we didn't get <laughs> Everyone's permission when I think they, distributing those. They, they really don't care about bootleg
2: things as long as you're right. not paying for them, right? Right, right, right? So maybe it wouldn't have been on their radar. Uh, on May 26, Aerosmith Joe Perry will release a revamped version of his last studio album called Switzerland Manifesto, now renamed as... Uh, or I'm sorry, Switzerland Manifesto. Named Switzerland Manifesto mk two- <laughs> Uh The collection features alternate versions of the tracks from the original 2018 set Uh, With newly recorded material, it'll include um, all kinds of people. Uh, Zach Starkey, uh, Johnny Depp, Stone Temple Pilots Robert DeLeo, Chris Robinson, Terry Reed, David Johansson, and Cheap Tricks Robin Zander, just to name a few. Uh, George Thorogood is headed for surgery. Um, and This, they this have, sounded very alarming. Yeah, they've had to force uh, a whole bunch of sh- uh, series of shows due to his undergoing emergency surgery for an undisclosed ailment. The press release said, with great sadness, we must announce uh cancellation of our Canadian and U.S. tour dates uh, from uh, April through May. Uh, George has been diagnosed with a very serious medical condition that will require immediate surgery and quite a few weeks of recuperating and healing. Um, Don't know that that yeah. alone
4: is all you need to know that uh, yeah it's got to be very dire if they're stopping everything when they throw you right into surgery yeah they, yeah they're they're working against the clock
2: they said rest assured George Thorogood and the Destroyers will be back we'll Good. keep you updated as we know more there was a show coming up at, in Bethlehem at the Wind Creek Event Center uh, on May twentieth and that has been either postponed or canceled as of now. Sting has rolled out over a dozen North American stops for this fall as part of the ongoing My Songs tour. Uh, newly added dates uh, for his trek will include Atlantic City and the Hard Rock Live. Have at, you ever seen him solo? Arena. No, and I really, you know what, I, I jotted this down because I, I need to go see him. I, I need to go to a Sting show sometime. He's still
4: putting out good stuff, but he's kind of fallen in. We talked about that weird
2: it's a jazz what, what you're hybrid. hearing at Starbucks when
4: you go in, or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. at a cafe or whatever. It's that kind of. That's where he exists now.
2: Yeah, a little more bulky and yeah, jazzy, yeah. and it, and it's just it's rather than writing music for commercial success right, and, yeah. and for which he uh, doesn't need. He just does it for himself. Yeah, and, and uh, this is the this is what I like, and this is what I'm releasing. So, I, but but he does. He'll play police songs. Yeah, he may do different versions of them, but he still uh, dives into that catalog. And then, um, despite billing his last tour as his official farewell, Peter Frampton has just surprised fans by announcing a 26-date summer run dubbed uh, the Never Say Tour. Never Say Never Tour. Oh, well, that's great news. Yeah, he'd been uh, forced to uh, slowly quit the road upon discovering that he was suffering from a degenerative muscle disease called inclusion body myositis uh, that slowly weakens the body's muscles. But apparently, he's still fine to play. And he'll be playing the Hard Rock as well, and that'll be July sixteenth. Didn't see him alone play, but I saw him as a, as
4: the lead guitar player for the Bowie tour. That's which cool, which was pretty amazing. And he got they, he got his moments
2: on stage. He's amazing. Did he sing at all? Yes, lead yeah. or just no. backups? Okay, no, I, I wouldn't think that would be. Yeah, yeah, but he's a great singer too, man. I mean, he's a wonderful guitarist. So. Uh, I'm happy for him, very happy for him. And there you go, that's the last bit of music news we have for you. Oh, you know what, and I do want to mention this, uh, and I want to thank uh, our friend um, Jim Sutcliffe, who brought by some donuts for us this morning, uh, in anticipation of Adam Sandler's highly anticipated, in anticipation of his highly anticipated performance, (laughs) at Wells Fargo Center, Friday, April 14th, Federal Donuts is offering you The Hustle, a donut inspired by Adam's performance in the film Hustle, which includes several scenes filmed inside the Wells Fargo Center. I tasted this donut, and it tastes very much like his performance. All right. (laughs) So it's a classic spiced cake donut with cherry water ice glaze Mm -hmm. and a pretzel glaze drizzle. Huh? Which is designed to look like a basketball. Pretzel glaze, dude. They're, they're yeah. just going as Philly as they can. Okay, so they've got All water right. ice and they've got uh, they got pretzels. There's Frank Rizzo
4: sweat <laughs> on it. Yeah,
2: yep.
3: You just throw things together and yeah. Nick thinks it sounds good. Uh-huh. Well, pretzels got me.
2: By the way, uh, Tick is to see Adam Sandler. at the Get West. away from me. <laughs> <laughs> is there your lead chef? <laughs> at the Wells Fargo Time Center. Time to make the donuts. At the Wells Fargo Center. On sale at wellsfargocenterphilly.com, by the way. That's Friday, April 14th, dude. That's coming up yeah. quickly. Next Friday. That's this Friday. That's this Friday. This yeah. yeah. Friday. You lost it From yesterday. Oh, my God. Um,
3: Is his show singing? A lot of singing? Uh, is it's
4: stand-up? He has... He, he, I believe he usually travels with the band. And don't forget... There's a special guest he's been talking about as well. Oh, yes. That's just
2: right. Me. <laughs> just me.
4: Right, <laughs> what?
2: Just Riz.
4: Yep. I just flew in from college. boy in my arms, tired. Laughter, I'll take you out back and beat you to death.
1: <laughs> just the three of us, four of us, me and you.
4: <laughs> Why do they call it a driveway when you park and a parkway when you drive?
0: <laughs> what? That's okay. He's rolling. <laughs> Forget it. He's rolling.
4: <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you know what I like about Abu Dhabi?
2: <laughs> By the way, that's how he ends his yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Drops the mic. Yeah. yeah. Rizzo, mic drop. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in just a second, wrap up the program. Letter of the day, word of the week, prize. Stay
1: right where you are. Finally, MMRBQ 2023, starring Down, Billy Idol, with the rebel, yeah, with Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests, A-Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger 11. Well, MMR's local shots
9: opener, Vixen 77.
1: And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
2: So we're coming to the end of our program on this uh, Wednesday morning. I think we've given away everything. There's a, a lot to be given away, and, uh, and it's not ending. There's there's more on the way. Uh, the concert cash uh, promotion just got underway starting this past Monday, so the winning's just beginning. The winning's just beginning, See, Thank you very much. It's uh, Pierre's going to hear your next shot. We'll find out from him in a little bit what is going on. Uh, but I would like to thank a few people for being a part of the program today. Number one, we have Mr. John Grise, yeah. who played Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, also in White Lotus, and of course he was Laszlo and uh, the real genius, and just tons of things. He was great to talk to. He's terrific. He, he loves that movie too. He loves Napoleon Dynamite, and, and I love.
4: It's always so wonderful. You are a fan of something. And the person associated with
2: it en- enjoys that yeah. and, and yeah. enjoys making people happy. Yeah. And he and Ephraim Ramirez and John Heater are going to be at this event this weekend at the Keswick on Sunday. And it's a uh, Napoleon Dynamite celebration. It's almost 20 years old. So said it was actually 19 years old. It's almost 20 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Uh, But you can go to com and get tickets. It's at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, and you'll be able to actually, you know, ask questions and tell stories and all that stuff. Uh, Also, thank you to Adam Hunter, who is here from the World Oddities Expo, which is taking place this weekend as well, Pennsylvania Convention Center on uh, Sunday. And you can go to -to and He was great. Brought some really cool stuff. Very funny, nice, uh, interesting guy. Uh, so we spent some time with him.
4: And so, would I be able to mention this thing yeah. for the weekend? Here, just, yep. I'm just doing an appearance. It's for our friends at Philadoptables, Michelle Helms. Uh, it is the Love Potions Happy Hour. It's at the Broken Goblet uh, Brewing, which is in Ben Salem. Uh $10 donation gets you in the door. I'm going to be there. There's going to be loads of raffles and uh, all sorts of other stuff. Uh, lottery apron. I don't know what that is, but it sounds interesting. Drink specials. <laughs> food uh, Foods uh, will be available as well. And it's all uh, this money, of course, is going to benefit uh, animals in the Delaware Valley, owned and unowned, uh, with medical food, uh, medical care, food, and so on and so forth. And Phil Adoptables is a great organization. And the Love Potions, annual Love Potions, is one of their biggest events. It's very casual. When so is it? In, in- it's this Saturday.
7: Okay. Yeah. And you're going
4: to be there? I'm going to be there. It's like from 5.30 to 9, so it, it sandwiches right into the, the beginning of the evening. Nice. If you want to drop by, and again, $10 gets you in, and you're good to go. Nice. All Excellent.
2: right. Thank you, sir. Thank I,
4: you. I and mean, Pierre is here.
15: Good yeah. day. How you doing? Um, I loved uh, when you referenced the gentleman from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, not trying to escape from that role. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, embracing it. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, like, Leonard Nimoy comes to mind when you said that, because uh, in the late 60s, maybe early 70s, he wrote a book called I Am Not Spock. Yeah, I remember because that. Because he was so weary of being associated with the Spock character, even though he had done a lot of things. And then, um, about five years before he passed away, Maybe it was 10 or 15 years ago. He wrote another book called I Am Spock. <laughs> and um, I interviewed him. And uh, he marveled at the fact, first of all, that we had the station ID with him on it, um, which was which is pretty cool, our Star Trek vintage ID. But then secondly, he said, I do embrace the character now. And I said, well, some people like Ray Bolger might think he was only associated with the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz. He goes, but what a marvelous role. What a great thing to be associated with. He goes, and Sp- Buck is this great thing to be associated with, and um, you know, it, it helps to embrace
4: that. I mean, yeah. you, you again when you love something. I forget who I was listening to. It was a, a celebrity that was attached to a, something that I really loved, and their basic they were asked about, it and they said, "You know, uh, um, why why would you turn your back on that gift that that you have brought? You know, some people are, are never able to do that to give something that other people can turn to." as with music that we play or whatever, it that that brings joy to people. And then once you embrace that, I understand that sometimes, you know, for a while you might might be a little much or overwhelming, but really appreciate how the the audience that got you to wherever you are and appreciate how much they love what you did.
15: Right. You know, it's it's it's, it's it's a wonderful it's opportunity. An interesting transition to see people come to that space. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't
4: right. always happen quickly. Right.
15: Yeah. No,
1: definitely, that's true.
2: Um, were you ready for the letter, man? I am. I.
1: Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the
2: Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter N as in Nirvana. All right. And we have two more letters to go, and then we give away the four pack of front row tickets. With the early access pit passes for Monster Jam this Saturday, April 15th, Lincoln Financial Field. Experience full-throttle family fun at Monster Jam, where world-class athletes in their 12,000-pound monster trucks tear up the dirt in wide-open competitions of speed and skill. And tickets and information are available at MonsterJam.com.
4: Last night I said, Pierre, you'll laugh at this, I said... A I, I, Pierre goes to that every every
15: time they're in town, and, and, yeah. and she goes, "What?" And no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I did go to one.
4: They're uh, actually a blast. Yeah, it was yeah.
15: quite wild. Uh, years ago at the Spectrum, and with me and Debella, and we had a little mini race uh, <laughs> in a halftime, and um, it, in some kind of small vehicles or something that was mocking kind of the large size of the vehicles, and he cheated and he got somebody to to stall my car, So oh. I, I would. Uh, Oh, man. I would start late, and then he goes, "I won." I go,
2: "You did not,
15: you bastard!" Uh, but it was great fun. Love yeah. uh, it. Anyway,
2: uh, what's happening today, man?
15: Well, we got fun things. Uh, you've had two opportunities for people to win a thousand bucks with a concert cash and Emma Barbecue tickets. I'll have another. At noon, and then Brent and I share one at three, and then he's got another one at five uh, with a word that could get you a thousand bucks. And for MMR listeners, uh, the cool MMRBQ tickets. Workforce blocks will consist of Pink Floyd uh, and 311 for Nick Hexham uh, and his birthday today. I love that band. And um, uh, two nights of celebration uh, begin this evening at the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville. With Graham Nash, um, uh, one of my favorites, if not my favorite of all time, of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young fame, and uh, he's just put out a brand new album. Uh, seven years since he's done so. He is eighty-one, Jeez. and he looks about. Wow fifty five wow, he sings incredibly he 's got this marvelous little band, and he does this sort of storyteller's thing. Um, a lot of it is acoustic he 'll tell you the stories I mean he plays stuff from the Hollies, he plays you know c s n stuff c s n y stuff his solo stuff, and he weaves these wonderful tales into the music uh and it's um, it the whole the whole tour opens tonight. Uh, at the Colonial Theater well, tonight and tomorrow. And then with, uh, with David Crosby, um, right. you know, passing, uh, you know, I, I don't know how
4: much might make its way into that presentation, but I know he's been a lot more vocal about, you know,
15: you reassess things. And yeah, the right. yeah, the friendship. Yeah, the friendship
4: and what really matters. So that I'm sure it'll be touching on that level.
15: Yeah, I'm curious if he'll, you know, do any, because um, he's done Stephen Stills songs, he covers Beatles songs yeah. Uh you know, I would. It wouldn't surprise me if he did a Crosby song uh, uh, this evening. And he said that they were getting closer, uh, that some of the distance had passed uh, in the last year or so, which is good. But I'm going to interview him this afternoon, so we'll find oh, nice. out. Nice, uh, We'll find out some more tomorrow on the program.
2: All right, thank you, Pierre, and I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by J Dog Junk Removal, veteran-owned. Visit J Dog tomorrow on our program. The things we have, you know, concert cash and that stuff going on. But we will have in our studio singer and actress Tiffany. Yeah.
13: Whoa. Stopping what? by what? performing, yeah. too.
2: She's gonna be performing, yeah. Right, she all right. is all right. Yeah. I'm looking forward She's doing to doing Hello Dolly. Sure, yeah. We'll ask her to do Hello wow. Dolly from Tiffany. Hey. Hello, Dolly. All right, that's it. We are this done. Is Lewis Dolly. Rage on, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
8: Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMR. Hey, everybody. It's
1: good. We made USAA
12: insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price.
15: USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.